Hey, kiddo. How was the hill? Did you learn anything? Yeah, that ripping pow induces spontaneous joy. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. There we go. There we go. What's up, bigots? What's up, bigots? Simulcasting over on Rockfin. We're on Rockfin right now. We're on YouTube right now. How's everybody doing? We got my whole mod squad is absent on YouTube. I don't know what's going on. I feel naked up here in the YouTube chat without my without my blue wrenches in the chat. There's usually like five mods. Usually half the usually half of the uh, half the t- the, the uh, comments in there are mods in my chat. I don't know what's going on. What's going on with my mods? What's going on with that? We got the got the crew over on Rockfin. What's up, Rockfin? What's up, Rockfin? Did we just John World? John World throwing the tips out on Rockfin. What's up, John World? John World tipped a big old fat twenty bucks on Rockfin. Thank you very much. John World has been quite supportive of the uh, of the Rockfin endeavor. You guys, make sure if you're over on YouTube, I'm gonna come over to the chat on YouTube. If I had my mods, if my loyal mods were here, I could bug them to keep these links up in the chat. But I'll, I'll keep them up myself. I'll keep them up myself. Pull up another tab if you're in YouTube. Open up another tab. Check out Rockfin. Check out Rockfin. Check out Rockfin. And you'll be able to uh, to see that the uh, the streaming is quite smooth over there. We're smooth over on Rockfin. Real smooth. And yeah, the chat. We don't have to. You don't have to moderate the chat over there. But you guys still gotta be. You guys still gotta be. Uh, you know, act like adults in the chat. Don't go. Don't go ruining the Rockfin. Don't go ruining the Rockfin um, platform. Just because I say it's uncensored over there, which it is. They do not censor us. And YouTube, YouTube actually makes you, you got to keep the chat in YouTube relatively clean. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Or you will get screwed by the YouTube. Who, you know, YouTube already. YouTube already has, uh, has, totally, has totally trashed our, uh, our channel. YouTube has already totally trashed our channel. They do not allow this channel to grow at all. YouTube does its best to keep this channel from reaching the audience. So you might you might have to actually several times resubscribe to this channel. You might have to resub to this channel, unfortunately. All right, but we got we got a good show tonight. Thank you very much. All the bigots over on Rockfin, especially John World tipping that twenty bucks. Says Bill Gates just wants every other male on earth to have one point seven inch PP like he was cursed with. You know, that, that could be, that could be true. That could be true. <laughs> we got Mick Ale up in the chat. What's going on, Mick Ale? What's going on, guys? You guys, make sure to share these. Make sure to like them. Hit the thumbs up. Bunch of big, bunch of big bigots in the chat. Better hit them thumbs up. Hit those big old thumbs up in the chat so that maybe YouTube will allow us, maybe YouTube could, would be so kind as to allow us in the, uh, <laughs> in the algorithm, but we don't think so. We don't think so. And then, of course, if you like these streams, please don't take them for granted, guys. If you're over there in the YouTube chat, support the dang streams. Support the streams with the Streamlabs. Don't do it through YouTube. Send that support via Streamlabs. We are 100% user-sponsored. We are 100% independent media. We have no sponsors. We have no corporate sponsors. We don't have the, uh, you know, we, we actually lost, unfortunately, our uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation funding. They, uh, they don't want to throw us any more, any more shackles. The, uh, also, the Open Society Foundation no longer funding this stream. So we, re- we rely 100% on you guys. 
We rely 100% on your support here. So thank you. You guys are watching on Rockfin. Thank you very much for the support. You guys watching on YouTube. Thank you for the support. Pull up a tab in both. Pull up a tab on both, guys. See which one's better. All right, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Um, we got, we're talking about plastic masks, plastic food, and shrinking dinghies today on the channel. Um, where do we even start? Where do we even start? Do we start with the plastic masks or the plastic food? Or do we start with the shrinking dinghies? Let me, let me pull this up. Let me pull this up. Here it is. We've got... Where are we at? Where are we at? Come on now. There we go. Here we go. Here we go. Plummeting sperm counts. Shrinking penises. Toxic chemicals threaten humanity. So... <laughs> That's the uh, the Guardian, right? The Guardian. It actually also works closely with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. If you wanna, if you check out some of these articles from the Guardian, they will very often. If you go to the climate change section, come over here to the climate change section, and you can often find articles that are straight up funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Let's see if we can. Uh, let's see if this one. No, this one is not. Gates Foundation. Just to just to prove you guys, I'm not, I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not just making this up. I got these open letters, these op eds. Dear Gates Foundation and Welcome Trust, here's 180,000 reasons to lead on climate change. The Gates Foundation and Wellcome Trust have already changed the world for the better in so many ways. Okay, so the Gates Foundation, right? Heavily invested in Monsanto, heavily invested in the company that is spreading cancer like almost no other company on earth. In fact, every single one of these huge multinational corporations that are just spreading cancerous toxicity everywhere have relations with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. How interesting, how fascinating. Right, the Wellcome Trust is a pharmaceutical, a pharmaceutical billionaire trust out of the UK. Right, now, this specific article, they don't list. Look at all these scientists, all these scientists, these scientists just really want you to help the world. Gates Foundation and the Wellcome Trust. The Gates Foundation and the Wellcome Trust. We need you. We need you guys. So yeah, the Gates Foundation, uh, you could often find Guardian articles where the Gates Foundation will, will, uh, will be fun in those articles. Right? They work closely with media, billions of dollars given. What? What? Billions of dollars given to media organizations. You know, you, you ever wonder why Bill Gates goes on CNN and uh, they'll just run like a 30-minute segment on how amazing Bill Gates is and what a philanthropist he is. You think that's free? Do you think they're just doing that because they love you and because they're philanthropists? No. <laughs> CNN's doing that because they get paid. They get paid for it. They get paid for that stuff. Look at that. Finally, we got it. We got finally have a mod up in the chat. There we go. I was feeling, I was feeling afraid. I thought we were going to get 
I thought, I thought a war was going to begin. There we go. We got two mods in the chat. Whew. Whoo-wee. <laughs> mods showed up. Okay, and Exposing Powerful Lies. Live streams showed up in the chat to mod it up. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. So anyways, yeah, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, massive amounts of money into not just pharmaceutical companies, Monsanto, genetically modified foods. Not just, they're not just obsessed with consolidating the food supply, but of course, also putting massive amounts of capital into media, into media. Because who is paying for these articles from The Guardian? Right, you got Aaron Brockovich writing this article. Now, Aaron Brockovich, she may be a legitimate journalist. She may actually care. But who's actually paying for the hosting? Who's paying for keeping up the stuff? Well, it's the advertisers, right? It's the advertisers. And advertisement doesn't just happen in little boxes on the side of the web browser, right? Advertisement happens within the contents of the articles themselves, right? Advertisement happens through the actual content of the articles, which are for social engineering. All right, now here, every once in a while, you get an article that slips through. Plummeting sperm counts, shrinking penises, toxic chemicals threaten humanity. The chemicals to blame for a reproductive crisis are found everywhere and in everything. And then they show a picture of all these people with their masks, all these people with their cute, healthy, happy muzzles, right? They're keeping, they wear it for you, yeah? I wear the mask for you. I wear the mask for you. Look at all these people. Half of them staring at their cell phones, which are also made out of, guess what? Plastics. Plastics, plastics, plastics everywhere. <laughs> the end of humankind? It may be coming sooner than we think thanks to hormone-disrupting chemicals that are decimating fertility at an alarming rate around the globe. A new book called Countdown by Shauna Swan, an environmental and reproductive epidemiologist at Econ School of Medicine in Mount Sinai in New York, finds that sperm counts have dropped almost 60% since, since 1973. Almost 60% since 1973. That's crazy. Insane, right? Wow, what a, what a crazy coincidence. What a crazy coincidence. Sperm counts dropping over 60%. Following the trajectory we're, trajectory we're on, Swan's research suggests sperm counts could reach zero by 2045. Ooh, we're going to reach net zero. Bill Gates is all about that net zero, right? One of these numbers is going to have to get real close to zero. One of these numbers is going to have to get real close to zero. Could reach zero. Let that sink in. That would mean no babies, no reproduction, no more humans. Forgive me for asking, but why isn't the UN calling an emergency meeting on this right now? Well, Aaron Brockovich, <laughs> why, why wouldn't the UN call an emergency meeting? They, shouldn't they just be so, so scared? Right, we're, we're in a fertility crisis. Not only a fertility crisis, the cancer rates are skyrocketing. Suicide rates due to the lockdowns. If you want to be the big man. If you want to be the big man. If you've got the suicide rates skyrocketing, overdose rates, cancers, autoimmune conditions, all these things linked to environmental toxicity, all of these things linked also to certain pharmaceutical interventions that are so heavily invested in by folks like Bill and Melinda Gates and their buddies over at the Wellcome Trust. Right, Bill Melinda Gates offering massive amounts of money for The Guardian, for all these mass media organizations, right? And of course, for the UN. Remember, the biggest funder 
of the United Na of the United Nations World Health Organization. It's none other than Bill Gates. All right. Well, now now that the United States is back to funding the World Health Organization, remember, uh, Orange Man Bad, he he who shall never be named again, right? He who he who shall not be named, um, he who shall not be named, the bad man who just who made everything so bad. The bad man pulled funding for the WHO. Right, one of the one of the few good things Trump did in the last year, among his gutting of the United States, destruction of the dollar, printing mass printing of money for the stimulus checks, allowing full on lockdowns of the U.S., destruction of the economy, all the stupid things he did. There was one thing. That he did that was okay, and that was uh, that was pretty cool. And he uh, defunded the U uh, at the UN's WHO. Now at the same time, he also funneled tons of money into Gavi, right? Which is a Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation organization. Gavi, of course, if they wanted to, they'll just throw that money right back through the UN. Gavi is all about developing uh, injectable interventions, which are now being talked about as being mandatory. Right? We got to make a mandatory for everybody. We got to make a mandatory for everyone. So why wouldn't the UN be calling an emergency? Well, why wouldn't the UN be calling for you know, some sort of an intervention? We need, we need your help, UN. We need your help. Well, the UN has also been investing in some very interesting things. All right, now here's a... Where do we even start? From 1992, Geneva, Switzerland, 17th to 18th, August... 1992, here, let me pull up so I can make sure you guys can see this. You've got the UN doing research into fertility regulating vaccines. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Report of a meeting between women's health advocates, women's health advocates, yeah. Women's health advocates, they, those women health, women's health advocates just, they really, really wanna advocate for fertility regulating vaccines at an international unelected bureaucratic organization with aspirations of being the global government uh, could, th those women's health advocates, they just really wanna advocate for women's health by having these philanthropists at the UN developed, <laughs> develop fertility regulating vaccines, right? So this is the World Health Organization, 1993. 1993 World Health Organization, and and this isn't when it this isn't just the beginning. This isn't just a fluke, right? But there are many methods that are actually proposed here, right? Including including uh, HCG, human chorionic gonadotrophin, a hormone which is produced by the fertilized egg cell soon after fertilization and by the placenta throughout pregnancy. It maintains the production of progesterone by the ovary, right? HCG, which was notoriously found in certain shots that were being given in parts of Africa, which were causing abortions and sterilizing the women that received them. Now, there was pushback from some, uh, I think it was like a bishop, like a Catholic, a uh, Roman Catholic bishop. Uh, and I'm not sure, I forget which country, country was it. I think it might have been Tanzania, may have been somewhere else. But anyways... They said, why are you putting HCG in these vaccines and why are they causing sterility in the women here? <laughs> so, 
Of course, these, these women's health advocates, in, in concert with the WHO, the UNDP, the United Nations Development Program, also the World Bank Special Program of Research Development and Research Training in Human Reproduction. Okay, so the World Bank. The World Bank is so concerned with human reproduction. Now, do you think the World Bank is really concerned with improving human reproduction? What do you think that... What do you think the World Bank is, uh, is doing there? What do you guys think about that? Here's another one. P.D. Griffin, Vaccines for Fertility Regulation. Now he wrote an entire chapter on fertility regulation, vaccinations. About the, uh, uh, the research objectives of the Task Force on Vaccines for Fertility Regulation are to develop vaccines that will safely and effectively inhibit fertilization and vaccines that will safely and effectively disrupt implantation. As a result of funding constraints, the activities of the task force over the past eight years or so have focused on the development of a vaccine designed to neutralize the functions of the hormone HCG, which is produced by the trophectoderm of the developing embryo and is essential for implantation and the maintenance of early pregnancy. So, money, money, money going into this stuff. And if you read... And if you download and read reports such as the Rockefeller Foundation, the President's Five-Year Review and Annual Report, 1968, then you begin to track back some of the money that's been pumped into these organizations in order to reduce population. All right Now, the table of contents, if you check out the table of contents of the 1968 to 1969 President's Five-Year Program Review and 1968 Annual Report. I'm sorry, not 1969. They talk about the conquest of hunger, of course, right? controlling the food supply. The Rockefeller Foundation, in the years preceding this, remember 1968 was when the Population Council started. Uh, I think it was 1972 that National Security Study Memorandum 200, which was commissioned by Rockefeller, published through the State Department under the direction of Henry Kissinger, concerning decreasing the human population, especially in the what they call developing countries, in order to, of course, control the resources there. You will find common threads here of the idea of controlling food, controlling the food supply in order to control the population. Now, it's not just you know, controlling the amount of food, right? the quality of nutrition in populations in order to decrease the fertility rates. It's been well known among farmers. It's well known among ranchers that certain nutrient deficiencies will render livestock infertile. Right? There are areas where if you're high up in the mountains and you live in places like, say, the Andes, right? where it's been known for thousands of years that for proper fertility of both livestock and human beings, you require increased iodine. Right now, that iodine can be procured from certain traded goods that you can get from the coast, right? Seafood, shellfish, what they used to do pre-conquest during the Inca Empire. And there were massive trading routes from the coast into the inland Andean highlands, right? So here where we live, which are just big giant mud piles, right? Big giant mud piles where you get an intense rainy season, an intense dry season sometimes. The soil gets washed out, right? It gets washed out. And certain nutrients get depleted from the soils high up in the Andes, namely iodine. All right, so women would consume this egg that they would dry. Right, the coastal people would harvest this egg from this thing called an angelote. And the angelote is a—it's like a skate-like creature, like a manta ray. Right, the angelote egg—it looks like a—it looks like a—it looks kind of like a sweet potato mixed with a testicle. Right, and this—he looks like a cute. Orange juice. 
No, 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 about that. It's like, you see like funny little veins in it, where the, this egg that comes out of the skate-like creature. And they would dry this egg, and the women would consume this in order to improve their fertility. There were certain foods like maca that they would give. Maca, which has a high iodine content. It is a tuber. I don't know how it draws so much iodine out of the uh, soil. Maybe there's some sort of a transformative process that happens, an enzymatic reaction through which it actually produces its own iodine. But that's grown at around twelve to 15,000 feet elevation. And that's another thing that... When the, uh, when the Spanish came to South America, they would give maca to their livestock in order to help them reproduce and adapt to the high elevation. Uh, they would also use things like coca leaves to help them adapt to the high elevation. So they would chew the coca plant and that would help them to get oxygen into the blood. There were things that would have to be done in order to live in these high altitude environments. Things that would have to be done in order to improve the fertility of animals in these high altitude environments as well. Right? So it's been well known that I mean, even, even just standard farmers in the U.S. or anywhere, you talk to a rancher, and they will tell you that if the animals are depleted of certain nutrients, namely iodine, zinc, calcium, sometimes phosphorus is a big one as well, that they will be infertile. You give them a shot with iodine, zinc, and calcium, and they will be fertile. Wow, magic, science. Right? But, of course, do you see this being talked about in human populations. Do you see nutrient deficiencies being discussed with this fertility crisis? No, no, not at all, right? In fact, you see the same people that are saying we need to reduce human fertility to nearly zero, namely the Rockefeller Foundation, the Ford Foundation, like these big money foundations, the philanthropic endeavors of the robber barons who set up these cash funnels so that they could essentially hide the influence politically economically and hide their monopolies they could actually <clears throat> they could actually fool a lot of people into thinking that they were philanthropists and not just criminal eugenicist psychopaths who want to control human breeding and control human movement okay so the rockefeller foundation if you look at the table of contents just to pull this up again again this is the 1968 annual report of the rockefeller foundation you guys can't even read that. I don't have a PDF of it pulled up here. But um, the first section is the conquest of hunger. The second section, of course, is problems of population. Problems of population. And in, in this section, they talk about the worldview, right? The worldview of the depopulation agenda. Uh, the, the principles of the foundation's program, the evolution of national family planning programs. Right? You see how this uh, this kind of... Uh, Edward Bernays style rebranding of eugenics. Oh, we're, we're talking about family planning, right? Rather than like uh, things like racial hygiene, which is the idea that they were proposing before this, right? It was about racial hygiene back in the 1920s. It was about the sterilization of the weak. It was about survival of the fittest. As Jonas Salk said, survival of the wisest, which I began reading his book, which is insane. Uh, Jonas Salk's book. Yeah, shout out to Jay Dyer for recommending Jonas Salk's book. That is uh, so far just a few pages in and it's wild. So I'm going to talk about that one a little bit later when I've delved deeper into it. Right, but you've got the, uh, the evolution of national family planning programs. So family planning. It's not infanticide. This is family planning. Um, you've got universities and population programs. Of course, a lot of the major influence going through universities, going through academia, funding of studies such as vaccines for fertility regulation. <laughs> We're just reading from. Uh, or this... WHO study, which, of course, these get done through universities, fertility-regulating vaccines. You've also got 
fertility regulating and immunotherapeutic vaccines reaching human trials stage. Right? And these are old. Right? We're talking the 1980s. Let's see. This is, uh, what year was this published? Human Reproduction Update 1997, right? This is 1997, the fertility regulating vaccines from the World Health Organization. This is 1993. Where'd that other one go? I had a few other ones. Uh, development of Immunological Methods of Fertility Regulation from 1987, the World Health Organization. All right, so the World Health Organization, the WHO, the UN. Why is the UN... Why is the UN not so concerned with this? Well, the UN's building was actually, the, the land that the building sits on, that land was donated by, guess who? Guess who? John D. Rockefeller. All right, so the UN is historically highly influenced from the interests of the people who started it, right? These big money interests who started the UN with the idea of, of course, global government, global regulation of all culture, of all the sciences, of religion as well. It was at the New Eugenics. Okay, so you got the uh, 1968 Rockefeller Foundation report. Of course, if you look at the President's Review and Annual Report from 1988 of the Rockefeller Foundation, we're going to go a little bit deeper into all of these, uh, into all of these documents. You can you can see their uh, the little logo there. They got a picture of the globe, and they say the well-being of mankind throughout the world. The Rockefeller Foundation, 1913. That's when it started, 1913. Important year, that 1913, wasn't it? So the Rockefeller Foundation is a philanthropic organization endowed by John D. Rockefeller and chartered in 1913 to promote the well-being of mankind throughout the world. Yeah, that's definitely why it was, right? Um, so the, you have a breakdown of the grants summary, right? The grants summary, here's what the grants were going to back in 1988. Number one, agricultural sciences. Number one, agricultural sciences, that was $11 million. Health sciences, $11 million as well. Population sciences, mm -hmm. yeah, what do you think that is? And then also special programming and then a little bit of the arts and humanity as well. The arts and humanity, big, big, big money going there, about $12 million. And also equal opportunity. So the Rockefeller Foundation, they're so concerned with equal opportunity. Equal opportunity to become tax piggies. To become tax paying workers for the Rockefeller Foundation. Very concerned with that as well. Yeah, so when, when the author here, when Aaron Brockovich asks, why is the UN not declaring this an emergency, this fertility emergency? Well, the UN has always been on board with the ideals and the idea of population control, the reduction of human population, the reduction of the amount of people on the planet. This is why they push the climate crisis narrative. This is why they're all about implementing global carbon taxes, which are designed to completely gut economically the poor of the world and destroy the third world through pulling their source of energy out from under their feet. Right, places in the third world, the so-called third world, right, which is a propaganda term developed by folks like the Rockefeller Foundation, so that you think that these so-called developing countries are backwards idiots who just need to be brought to heel, right? They're a bunch of backwards idiots who need to be brought to heel and brought into the Anglo-American empire so that they can become pay piggies for the IMF and the World Bank and so that David Rockefeller, Henry Kissinger, the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, and the massive mega corporations 
can pwn them, can own their resources, can squeeze out their ability to actually live, to actually produce food, and harvest their energy. Right? So that is what's up. That's what's going on here. Aaron Brakovich. Aaron Brakovich. I'm sure she's you know, legitimately searching for answers, but asking, why isn't the UN doing something? You, I cannot help but chuckle. Why isn't the UN doing something? The UN is stoked. The UN is doing something. They're doing this to us. <laughs> All right, we got some super chats. We finally got some support in the chat. What's up, guys? We got, let me come over here. First of all, we're going to the Rockfin crew. Rockfin crew. Thank you very much, John World, for sending that tip earlier. Uh, you guys, pull up, a, uh, pull up a tab for Rockfin. We got, a nice, we got a nice Rockfin simulcast going on over here. Pull up another tab on Rockfin. Go over there on Rockfin. Watch it on Rockfin as well as here. Watch it on Rockfin as well as here. And you've uh, and uh, Rockfin does have a tipping mechanism. Rockfin does allow you to tip, which is really cool. Rockfin allows you to tip. I think there's like there's an option of two dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars, fifty dollars, and a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars is the top amount you can tip. I know a lot of you are trying to like, can I tip a thousand dollars on Rockfin? Sorry guys, not yet. But you can tip ten times a hundred. If you really like the stream. You want to find out? Ah! Find out. Whoa. Find out. What? You'll find out. Come at me and you'll find out how strong I am in a plant-based diet. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mark, Mark Passio. Mark Passio disagrees that the plant-based diet is highly involved in our fertility crisis. We'll get into that, Mark Passio. We know you're really strong and virile. You've probably got thousands of illegitimate children out there due to your strength and virility and your plant-based diet. My goodness. My goodness. We got, we got Gregory Campbell. Gregory Campbell, what's up, Greg? Gregory Campbell tipped five bucks over there on Rockfin. Jared Hamilton tipped five bucks. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for the tips. Tips are awesome on Rockfin. It's an awesome feature. You guys, pull up, a, pull up the stream over there on Rockfin. If you're in the chat on YouTube, pull it up on Rockfin. Right? It's a free, make a free account. Make sure to follow the channel. And then if you want to get access to premium content over there, you can upgrade to a subscription which we're going to have some good premium content dropping over there on Rockfin probably this week, actually. Yeah, got some good stuff coming. I can't even whistle. My mouth's all dry. Drink some water. Ah! All right. All right. We got plastic masks, plastic food, plastic celebs, fake plastic music, plastic wrapped water, and shrinking dinghies. Teeny tiny little sperm counts. Shrinky shrinky sperm counts. Shrinky shrinky sperm counts. What's going on? Oh, who knows? Who knows? There we go. We got some. We got some support. Finally getting some support over here in the chat on, on uh, on YouTube. Thank you guys. If you guys enjoy the stream, please don't take them for granted, guys. Please drop us drop us a tip over there via the Streamlabs, and we can. If you got any questions or comments, if you want your questions comments answered or read go over there and uh and, and throw it at us via the tip mechanism there we've got daniel miller daniel miller donated 25 bucks daniel miller the top number one bigot in the chat this stream sponsored thus far by daniel miller donated 25 bucks it's been a little bit since i supported keep up the good fight sir daniel miller i appreciate that man we appreciate that a lot uh any support we can get over here we take it YouTube has cut our abilities off of uh, actually being able to reach our audience. 
And we can't really monetize our videos anymore except via the Super Chats. And they, they get 30% of that. Screw YouTube. Don't use the YouTube Super Chat. Be like Daniel Miller. Be a good global citizen and enter the Super Chat competition, the contest. He started the contest with that $25 donation. Thank you much, uh, very much, Daniel Miller. Uh, remember, you guys, we got no sponsors. These are sponsored by you guys. By you guys. Mick Ale donated 15 bucks. What's up, Mick Ale? Mick Ale, our, uh, one of our favorite graphic artists out there. Mick Ale. Starving artist, Mick Ale, sending us some of that... Some of those Biden bucks. Donated 15 bucks. Says to my favorite conist. Yeah, conist. Yeah, conist. Yeah, my favorite conist. Gil and man Linda Gates are the worst puppets. They're the worst types, aren't they? They're the, they're the worst. All right. But I, I think they actually, I think Bill Gates actually does have a significant amount of sway and power. Obviously, these people are puppets. At some level, they're puppets, even if they're not answering up the ladder to, you know, some, uh, some higher up, even if they're not answering to some big old, some big old big wig who's got more money than them, which they are, right? Like who, who's running the World Bank? Who's running the IMF? Now who, who decides where to send that stimulus money that the Fed just prints out whenever it wants? Yeah. Uh, Bill Gates, he's collected a lot of money, but he doesn't run the banks. He doesn't, oh, he doesn't run the printing press. He can influence the printing press to go, but he can't push the button and make it go. So yeah, man, they are they are the worst type of puppets, but they are puppets of of uh, of something that's not even human. That's that's truly what it really comes down to. And really, what it comes down to is these people answer to to their daddy, to their daddy. Which well, we we might have to talk about that a little bit with uh, with little Nas, little Nas trying to step up and. Uh, Trying to step up in the rap game. Right. Your boy Lil AIDS over here, though. Your boy Lil AIDS over here. Lil AIDS is about to go viral, too. Lil Nas is going viral, but we're going to have to spread a little AIDS. We're going to have to spread a little bit of AIDS with Lil AIDS. Lil AIDS is about to drop a hot new sneaker, guys. About to drop that sneaker. It's probably going to come out this week. Let you know. We'll let you know when that one's dropping. But yeah, all right. We got the we got the stream labs, stream labs. Mick Ale, thank you very much. The art of there we go. Whoa, whoa, what? Whoa, whoa, what? The art of truth and love. What's up? The art of truth and love. Donated twenty five bucks. Art of truth and love. Time for first place. Time for first place over there. The art of truth and love says would we'll donate more, but won't lie. I got roped this week, last week. This week and last week, you got roped. You got you got crypt. Your crypto's been taking a hit. You gotta diversify, my friend. As your do your Dogecoin is being lazy. Your Dogecoin is sleeping on its Doge bed. I'm sorry to hear that. Art of truth and love. Sorry to hear the art of truth and love is our versions. Some of these streams, the art of truth and love comes through and is is our our Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation on some streams. This stream included the art of the truth and love comes over becoming one of the top donors. Thank you very much. Uh, art of truth and love send another twenty five bucks. Being the number one bigot is the name of the game for art of truth and love. Send twenty five bucks. Says I don't even keto, but you spread a lot of truth. I love my rice, man. When's the last time I talked about keto on this channel? Riddle me that. When is the last time I talked about keto on this channel at all? This channel has pretty much. I, th I wanted to change the name of this channel two years ago, but I haven't got around to doing that, and that is only because when I changed my name. 
I will lose my little, I have a check mark. I am verified on YouTube. YouTube made the mistake of giving me a check mark two years ago when they would give it to anybody that had over 100,000 subs. Since then, YouTube has completely shadow banned this channel. I will never get that check mark back again, okay? I know it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I should just change the channel name to Tristan Haggard, but yeah, we still we still got all the all the old school keto content up here. We still do coaching, right? We still help people out, but this is uh, we're on a, we're on a more serious mission. Right? We're on a mission that goes beyond just improving people's diets. All that stuff is still there. We still do that, but there's no need to say anything else about it. It's all out there. It's all out there. So ever since I became trans vegan, though, like I haven't I haven't put that much I haven't put that much. Uh, haven't put that much energy into uh, the diet content. Danny, Danny Post Blocked over there says, don't change it. He doesn't want me to change it. So, yeah, if I change the name of the channel, I don't know how that would affect the algorithm. Maybe it would allow me to, uh, to be unshadow banned? Could I be, could I, un, could, would they unshadow ban me? I mean, dude, having the word health in your channel is a death sentence on YouTube now. Just anything concerning health, you're fooked. You're fooked. So I, I mean, I knew that was coming. Four years ago, I knew that was coming. But it got really bad this year. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I go back and forth. What do you guys think? Change the name. Change the name. I mean, health is a death sentence as far as YouTube's algorithm goes. And the YouTube's algorithm freaking hates us. All right, anyways, go back to this article. Oh, the sperm counts are decreasing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right now, people have been talking about this for years. We had an interview like four years ago with Dr. Anthony G.J. Estro Generation. If you search on my YouTube channel, the uh, interview Estro Generation, phytoestrogens everywhere. Not just phytoestrogens, but so many other toxic compounds that interrupt hormonal function. Not only interrupt hormonal function, but also cause cancer. Right, so we're not just looking at a huge fertility crisis. We're not just looking at a huge fertility crisis. It goes even beyond that. Let's see. Look, look, look. Where'd that go? I had a whole other, a whole other slew of tabs pulled up that we got to hit on. Guys. Guys. You want to be the big man, the big daddy. You want to be the big man. All right, it must be further down the line here. Well, we'll jump into the masks, right? We'll jump into the masks. The plastics are everywhere. Man, man, what's up? What's up, guys? We got, we got Aaron, the big black dude. Aaron, the big black dude, over here in the chat. We got, we got the mod squad assembling. We got the art of truth and love over there. We got okay. And now Aaron, the big black dude, he's, he's creeping. He was creeping from the outside. And he just jumped in the ring. He just jumped in the ring. He says, Aaron, the big black dude, donate a big fat 50 bucks. And uh, thank you very much. Dude, Aaron, the big black dude, I'm so stoked for you, man. Uh, I love looking at your stories over there, the steel mill, dude. Uh, Aaron, the big black dude, hardworking, blue-collar worker, savagely, savagely attacking this fat loss mission. Dude used to be over 500 pounds, yeah. And now he's working like physical labor, sweating his butt off. And uh, dude, I, I love seeing you in the chat, man. And thank you very much for that big generous donation. Tied for first place. Tied for the top bigot position. 
$50 donation. Says, look at the art of truth and love being a cheap miser. <laughs> Don't worry, your resident BIPOC will bless you as Lord Biden has blessed me. <laughs> Lord Biden has blessed Aaron the big black dude. Lord Biden has blessed him. Thank you very much, Aaron the big black dude. Savage. Savage call out. Calling the art of truth and love cheap. How, how dare you? Am I allowed to say that to a BIPOC? How, how dare you? I'm also, I'm basically a BIPOC. Well, I'll just, I'm trans black. Screw it. I'm trans black. I'm trans vegan. I'm trans black. I'm a woman. Okay? I can say this to you. How dare you attack the art of truth and love? The art of truth and love, I apologize. On behalf of Aaron, he does not know what he's doing. But that was savage. That was freaking savage. All right, so... Um, yeah, there we go. Just for Kicks donated 25 bucks too. Just for Kicks says best lesbian beard. Thank you. I think it's a that is a pretty good beard for a lesbian for a woman, you know. I mean Yeah. Thank you. Ever since I became a woman, I I've been impressed with my beard. I haven't seen a beard like this on another woman ever. Never seen another a beard like this on a woman. I think it's awesome. So thank you very much. Lord Biden. Lord Biden. Lord Biden, I didn't get any Biden bucks. I got, I got zero Biden bucks from Lord Biden. I just get them from you guys. They, they trickle. This is called the trickle-down economy. It goes to the essential workers first, and then it comes down to us plebs. It comes down to us plebs. So thank you very much, guys. All right. Um, yeah. All right. We, we, got, we got a heck of a lot to talk about today. Toxic weaponized pop culture, toxic weaponized food, plastic masks, Right, the plastics that the foods are wrapped in, the freaking plastics that the women cake their skins in, right? Like this, I mean, it's it's everywhere. All right, so we got ethylene oxide. Let's talk a little bit about ethylene oxide. Ethylene oxide, extremely hazardous. Right, we got safetyandhealthmagazine.com. Extremely hazardous. Alert warns against using ethylene oxide to sterilize masks and respirators. Ethylene oxide should not be used to sterilize filtering, face piece, respirators or for reuse because this extremely hazardous toxic chemical poses a severe risk to human health. The Washington State Department of Labor and Industries warns in a new alert. Well, guess what? Guess what? Ethylene oxide is used to sterilize the COVID swabs that they're tickling your brain with. Those COVID swabs that they're jamming up into the back of your skull. Through your nasal cavity, because remember, this is, this is a disease that's so deadly. We have to stay six feet away at all times. We gotta stay six feet away. But in order to diagnose somebody, you're gonna have to take some genetic material from way back in the nasal cavity with a highly invasive procedure that often leaves patients crying. That's the only way. That is the only way to tell if you have this dangerous disease and the 90% of the people aren't even, they don't even show any. They don't even show any symptoms. That's how dangerous this is. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So th those swabs, the Klaus Schwabs that are being stuck up your nose, that they're tickling your brainstem with, those swabs are sterilized with ethylene oxide. Ethylene oxide has been linked to neurologic dysfunction and may cause other harmful effects to the eyes, lungs, brains, and nervous system. Prolonged exposure could lead to increased risk of reproductive issues. What? And some cancers. What a surprise, right? 
At room temperature, ethylene oxide is a flammable, colorless gas with a sweet odor. Oh, it smells so sweet to Bill Gates, doesn't it? It is used primarily to reproduce other chemicals, including antifreeze. In smaller amounts, ethylene oxide is used as a pesticide and sterilizing agent. The ability of ethylene oxide to damage DNA makes it an effective sterilizing agent. Oh, wow, how nice of it. But also accounts for its cancer-causing activity. Hmm... Surgical face masks is a potential source for microplastic pollution in the COVID-19 scenario. So we've got, not only are you getting schwabbed, not only are you getting ethylene oxide shoved up your nasal cavity, tickling the back of your dome piece there, right? With face raping you with Klaus Schwab's. You get, you're getting face, your face is being penetrated by a long ass swab that goes down into the very back of your nasal cavity. That's how... That's how dangerous this disease is. You have to go way back there to even know somebody has it, and they don't even know they have it. And they're going to spread it everywhere. Everybody's, everybody possibly has it. It's everywhere. It's invasion of the body snatchers. But the, the only way to test it is to stuck some ethylene oxide up your, up your head, right? Swab your dome piece with carcinogenic DNA-damaging chemicals. But it's not just that. The face mask that everybody's wearing. Woo! Woo! Aaron, the number one black dude, donated 10 bucks, says, I don't want to be tied with anyone. Artie, get your dollars up, son. What? Damn! Aaron, Aaron the big black dude, Aaron the big black dude, he is, he is, he is just, whew. Wow. Oh my. Oh my. I don't want to be tied with anyone already. Get your dollars up, son. Thank you very much for that $10 donation. Aaron the Big Black Dude, number one. He's not even Aaron the Big Black Dude anymore. He changed his name to Aaron the Number One Black Dude. That's racism, man. I love to racism, bro. Oh, no. Oh, no. The art of truth and love. Look what you did, Aaron. Well, you know what I have to do? I have to... This is crazy. This is getting, this is getting out of hand. The art of truth and love just laid the smack down on Aaron. Send a big old fat $100 super chat over there on Streamlabs. You're done for, dude. You're done for, Aaron. She's, you know what? Guess what the Art of Truth and Love says, too. Aaron, that was cute. Please go sit down. She said that to a BIPOC. Is that racism? Is that hate speech? Oh, my word. Oh, my word. You guys, you guys both better. You guys better. Whew. Oh my goodness! All right, I, I, we got we got blue collar worker Aaron. We got we got a suspected crypto trader, Art of Truth and Love, dueling it out over there. That's crazy. Thank you very much, you guys. I, uh, you guys, take it easy on each other there. You don't want to. Aaron's got Aaron's got kids to feed. The Art of Truth and Love has crypto to invest in. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you guys for the support. I really appreciate it. Um, all right, here we go. Here we go. We got a uh, surgical face mask is a potential for, uh, source for microplastic pollution. So the microplastic pollution in the oceans, in our water supply, everywhere are a huge deal, right? Now they're talking about here the impact on the aquatic biota, right? The aquatic biota. Now everybody's seen the pictures of these face masks all over the ocean floor, right? Just wrecking the ocean with all these face masks. But... 
racism, man. I love to racism, bro. But wow, we keep getting the same notifications. That's a, we got a bunch of other notifications, but that one keeps popping. But it's not just the ocean that's contaminating. It's also us, right? Those microplastics. Right? Those plastics are endocrine-disrupting chemicals. Right? These phytoestrogens. These estrogen-mimicking chemicals are all over the place. Chemical that causes penis to shrink can be used for face masks. Thejewishvoice.com. Got that picture of George Costanza. The shrinkage. George Costanza evidently has a new excuse to justify his shortcomings. This is no joke, actually. Dr. Shauna Swan, the professor of environmental medicine and public health at Mount Sinai Health System, has warned in a new book that phthalates, right? Phthalates, a chemical commonly used in the manufacturing of plastics, can shrink your dinghies, can shrink penises, and decrease male fertility, the national file pointed out. As Sky News reported, Dr. Swan found that male human babies who had been exposed to the phthalates in the womb had a shorter anogenital distance, something that correlated with penile volume. Dr. Swan's research also discovered that rats exposed to phthalates were born with shrunken genitals. Dr. Shanna Swan writes that humanity is facing an existential crisis in fertility rates as a result of phthalates, a chemical used when manufacturing plastics that impacts the hormone endocrine Hormone-producing endocrine system. Okay, there we go. The phthalates, the microplastics. 2020 study by chemical environmental engineering researcher Tadele Asefa Aragal titled Surgical Face Mask is a Potential Source for Microplastic Pollution in the COVID-19 Scenario. That's the one we were just looking at. Right? They're talking about microplastic solution, uh, uh, pollution in the ocean. But what about in our bodies? Right? They list several of the harmful side effects of COVID mass pollution in great detail. Microplastics contained within face masks are noted within the report to have an enormous effect on the aquatic biota and the entire environment, as well as being a source of chronic health problems to humans. They're putting these on freaking children. They're making women who are giving birth in hospitals wear the masks. They're telling you you have to wear the masks everywhere. They make people wear masks all day at work. This is not just, oh, wear the mask. You're going to save somebody's life. No, you are... If you, by you submitting to the mask mandates, by you normalizing the mask aesthetic, you are destroying people's health. This is wrecking people's health. Wrecking people's health. Dang, we got, we are, this is, this is crazy. This is, this is mass delusion, mass insanity. DB, thank you for donating that 10 bucks, by the way. It says, I want to feel the love too, DB. DB, you are, even though you're not at the top of the list of the uh, super chatters tonight, even though you're not one of the top two super chatters, uh, we, still, we still love you, DB. We still love you, DB. We appreciate you uh, supporting us. We really appreciate that. So we got, we got mask mandates now. Mask mandates everywhere. Soon... Soon, a lot of these states are going to be rolling out vaccine passports, which are going to be leveraging basically in a social credit type Chinese government style technocratic behaviorist manner, right? Pavlovian training. They're going to be influencing people to get the vax. Remember the vax with that spike protein that also is present within the human placenta. Mm hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Talk about talk about an advanced way to sterilize people. If that's going to have any effect, we do not know yet. We don't know what the effects of these experimental jabbies are going to have on fertility. We have no idea. But we do know what these phthalates, what these microplastics are doing to humans. And it's not just reproductive health. It's also thyroid health. It's also your endocrine system in general. It's your immune system. It's cancer. Cancers have astronomically increased over the last 50 years. It's freaking crazy. It's crazy. So perhaps most damningly, the study was on to note that microplastics contain toxic chemicals as an additive like phthalate, organo, organotin, nonyl, nonyl phenol. I've never heard of any of these. Nonyl phenol, I've only heard of phthalates, right? Nonyl phenol, polybrominated biphenyl ether, and triclosan. Don't those sound lovely for you? Triclosan, you gotta get your, your triclosan mask on, your nonyl phenol mask, your polybrominated biphenyl ether mask. Is it possible that some of the face masks contain phthalate? Based on Aragal's study, the answer is yes. Is there a reason to panic? TJV are not medical experts. Research more on that subject. So, hey, I don't know if you should panic, but... Ooh. So the Jewish voice is not expert on this, but hey, maybe you should consider that ethylene oxide on your Klaus Schwab's and that <coughs> phthalates on the masks that you're putting on your freaking children and sending them to school with, they just might be affecting their health dramatically. Not just affecting it, but possibly destroying it. Okay? We've already got high, high cancer rates. What's going to happen? What's going to happen down the line? The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention yesterday released a draft toxicity profile of ethylene oxide. That's what's on the, the Klaus Schwab that they're sticking in your dome piece. That treats it as a far-reaching health threat, more of a far-reaching health threat than the Environmental Protection Agency does. The EPA and Federal Department of Health and Human Services both consider ethylene oxide a human carcinogen. The medical device industry relies on ethylene oxide to sterilize about 50% of all devices sold in the U.S. that require sterilization. There you go. More than 20 billion medical devices per year. So most of the studies focus on cancer. The CDC's toxicological profile tackles other possible health effects, right? So, of course, the reductionist view is, oh, let's just look at one thing. Does it, does it cause cancer? Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll do an in vitro study. We'll put some of this ethylene oxide on some cells, and if it doesn't create cancer right away, then it's good, right? No, then it's good. So there's so many ways of making it look like a compound could be safe, but you really don't have an idea of what it's going to do in an organism until you view the effects on an organism, yeah. So, although most studies focus on cancer, the CDC's toxicological profile tackles other possible health effects. All right, so the other health effects include presumed respiratory, neurotoxicity, genotoxicity, reproductive toxicity hazards, so respiratory hazards, neurotoxicity, genotoxicity, reproductive toxicity, and developmental toxicity, and suspended hematological and endocrine health effects. The agency relied on numerous animal and human studies of inhalation and oral consumption of ETO to reach its conclusion. It also detailed the results of several studies linking ETO, that's ethylene oxide, to cancer in humans, including, including breast cancer, leukemia, multiple myeloma, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and lymphohematopoeic cancers. These are all cancers. 
that are rampant right now, right? Leukemia, breast cancer, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. It delved into the effects of the gas on children and other vulnerable populations, including those at risk of potentially high exposures to the gas. Medical device sterilization and microbial reduction in spices. Spices, you guys. So it's not just medical, it's not just the medical devices. It's not just the medical devices that poisoning your spices with the ethylene oxide. How friggin' evil is this? This is so evil. The gas's properties are one reason it's been a popular med tech sterilant for decades. It works at low temperatures. It's it's this is the thing, it's cheap. It's cheap and easy to use. And it's also killing us. And they're sticking that stuff with a highly invasive process on a vinyl, on a piece of vinyl, right? A big old vinyl Klaus Schwab that they're jamming up your nose with some with maybe a little bit of GMO cotton on the tip of it, right? A little bit of a little bit of glyphosate. Go ahead, go ahead and tap your brain stem with a little bit of glyphosate. Give you that, give you that through the nose spinal tap with some glyphosate and some ethylene oxide. <laughs> Cancer risks spur calls to replace ethylene oxide. So this is 2019. In 2005, the EPA considered banning ethylene oxide. Who is lobbying the EPA and keeping this stuff ubiquitous? I mean, this stuff is everywhere. This stuff is everywhere. But don't worry, you guys, you thought you, you were worried for a minute, weren't you? I saw you guys in the chat, some of you guys were worried. I mean, some of you guys, I mean, we've got Aaron the Big Black Dude is battling out, making sure that he's battling out. They're fighting racism in the chat there. They're fighting racism. Somebody, somebody dared to overtake Aaron the Big Black Dude in the Super Chat competition. So <clears throat> he said he's just, he's, <laughs> he's just recharging his, hit, his HP over there. <laughs> Dangerfield, what's up, Dangerfield? I know you guys in the chat, you guys in the chat over here in, uh, in Rockfin, some of you are worried, right? But don't worry. Reuters to the rescue. All right, Chris Michael says, what do you think about Cuomo making jab passports mandatory in New York this week? Uh, yeah, I mean, what do you think, man? This is absolutely horrendous. Now, you've got DeSantis seems to be standing up for this. DeSantis is the only voice of dissent that I'm seeing against this. DeSantis is like the only sane voice out there among all these governors. Right, DeSantis, that's, that's my president, DeSantis. I'm an honorary, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Floridian. <laughs> my folks live, my parents live in Florida now. They've lived in Florida for a few years, but yeah, I mean, Florida is the only sane state over there. Freaking insane Cuomo, man. Um, Mikhail says, industries love handing down death and blaming it on the people they sell it to. Freaking nuts, absolutely, exactly. <clears throat> happy that DeSantis did executive order to ban vaccine passport and I say yeah you push it through an executive order and then he's going to get legislation passed after that apparently South Dakota doing pretty well as, uh, as well so thanks Danny thanks for the input over there and you guys I'm looking at the Rockfin chat as well as the YouTube chat remember Rockfin open up Rockfin another tab guys make sure to uh, make sure to follow on Rockfin it's free to create an account just make a free account pull up another tab and watch it over there too Rockfin, we don't have to regulate the chat in Rockfin like you two. And Rockfin's really cool. There's a tip mechanism over there on Rockfin. Hint, hint, bigots. Hint, hint, bigots. Support the stream over on Rockfin too. There's a tip mechanism. I think they pay out once a month on Rockfin. They pay out in the cryptos. 
and they actually allow you to uh, say what you want. So we're going to be doing some really cool exclusive content over there. Eventually, we're going to have some, uh, I think later this week, we'll have some exclusive content over there. We might do some exclusive interviews this week or next week to Rockfin. So go over there, sign in on Rockfin, just watch it in a tab on Rockfin. You'll see that the Rockfin, uh, the Rockfin area, yes, it's safe for BIPOCs, it's BIPOC friendly. Um, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a trans vegan. I'm, now I'm a woman too. I'm, I forgot. Sometimes I forget that I'm a, I'm a lesbian. I'm a, I'm a lesbian woman. Uh, I'm a beautiful lesbian woman. And uh, so they're, they're cool with me being a lesbo, being a big fat dyke, big fat bearded dyke Tristan. They're cool with that. Um, so they'll let you they'll let you bipox over there if they let this dyke on it. So uh, yeah, so we got we got the masks, we got the the mandated masks, the mandated stabity stabs. <sighs> what else? Oh, what else? What else? What else? Oh yeah, don't worry, guys. That's the thing. Whew. I was so concerned. We're good. Reuters says the fact check, they, they did a fact check. Lateral flow tests do not cause cancer. Ethylene oxide sterilization is a widely used process that is regulated by international safety standards. We're good. We're good. Those are just idiots that said this. Conspiracy theorists, right? Conspiracy theorists, non-entities, non-essentials, right? They probably don't even have, they're probably not even vaccinated. Disgusting. Ugh unwashed masses idiots fact check false ethylene oxide is good for your health ethylene oxide is amazing ethylene oxide is happy and healthy okay so we're good don't you worry don't you worry so you got you got all these toxic chemicals right attacking fertility all these toxic chemicals attacking fertility and it's not just it's not just the ethylene oxide is also, you, know, you got the, the plastic masks, you got the phthalates in the plastic masks, the microplastic contamination, the gender bending plastics that are everywhere. It's not just that, guys. Let's make sure. It is also beauty products for the ladies. For the ladies, how your beauty routine may affect your fertility. And this has been known for a long time. This has been known for a long time that so many of these cosmetics are full of fertility disrupting chemicals. All right, perhaps you're trying to conceive. This is from birdie.com. Perhaps you're trying to conceive. Maybe you plan to in the future. Or it may be that the title of this article piqued your interest because you never thought a beauty product could affect your fertility. Either way, with the emergence of consumer education, oh, the emergence of consumer education. Dude, we knew this shit 20 years ago. <laughs> emergence of consumer education. There are people who have known this for a long, long time. I'm talking about consumer education. Uh, and, and more clean beauty brands. There's been a shift in the industry. You want formulas that are healthier for your skin and body to help we decided to dig a little bit deeper to find out what specifically may be affecting your fertility. Below, Dr. Lucky Seklin, board-certified OBGYN. I should go see her. I should probably... I haven't even been... Last time I got a pap smear was never. I haven't even gotten one since I became a woman. I could have vag I could have some sort of a, a cancer in my vagina. Do you think I do? Unlikely. Probably not likely. Oh, I'm kind of scared now. I'm going to see if I can find a good OBG, OB-gyne, good giny doctor. 
that'll take on this, this big old bull dyke. Uh, re reproductive endocrinologist and infertility specialist provides insight in this area, but Birdie's VP and general manager, Leah Weir, shares how her experience with minimizing her routine resulted in a successful pregnancy after a two-year-long struggle. So it took this chick two years to get pregnant, right? I mean, and how many stories have you seen? I mean, it's a miracle that's, that so many of our generation have even been able to have children at all, right? I mean, it's, it is perhaps miraculous that any of us are even fertile with all the things that people are are uh, in constant contact with the parabens parabens are a group of chemical typically used as artificial preservatives and moisturizers cleansers sunscreens deodorants shaving gels toothpastes makeup shampoos and conditioners and guess what it's also in all that hand sanitizer that you're rubbing all over your hands and guess what those hand sanitizers the alcohol in them also makes your hands more permeable to these gender-bending chemicals, toxic carcinogens that you are putting on your skin. Yes. Yes. So the hand sanitizers, the washing your hands frequently with all these soaps and stuff, guess what you're doing? You're making your hands more permeable to all these plastics that are all over the place and all over your masks that you're putting on your face and breathing into your body. The most common parabens are methylparaben, propylparaben, uh, paraben, butylparaben, and ethylparaben, says Sekhon. These are known to disrupt hormone function with the ability to bind estrogen receptors in the body, an effect that is linked to an increased risk of breast cancer and reproductive toxicity. What a surprise. Triclosan is another ingredient in personal care products for decades. Antibacterial soaps, body washes, toothpaste, some cosmetics. It's got a similar structure to known endocrine disrupting chemicals such as BPA, which is also in everything. Right? Well, it's hard to draw any solid conclusion from the, fellow, from the few humans, human studies that currently exist. Triclosan can act as an anti-estrogen with possible adverse effects on reproductive health. Also phthalates, solvents, found in nail polish, hairsprays, aftershave lotions, soaps, shampoos, and perfumes. Exposure to phthalates has been linked to sex hormone level deviations and lowered sperm counts. Ooh, there we go. Lead also. Lead all over that. Lead also in the food. Lead also in all that food. All those vegan protein powders that you're getting uh, shipped to you. Those companies, guess what? Those companies are buying all their materials from China. They buy those materials from China. They buy the raw materials from China. Those are processed in facilities that are heavily contaminated with heavy metals. And very often, those foods coming out of China, those powders that you're getting coming out of China or even South America are heavily contaminated with lead. And guess what? The companies that sell them just make fake C of A's. They make fake certificate of analysis. They just type them up on their computer and say that the lead level is within range. They say that the mercury level is within range that the cadmium level is within range because there is no oversight on any of these things. I mean, it would cost, you know how many trillions of dollars it would cost to regulate this stuff for even like one decade? To try to regulate and actually test all these products for lead contamination, cadmium, and mercury? All these companies just make up their C of A's, right? I worked in the import-export industry. I saw these people. I saw what went on. You can't trust any of these products, any of these powders, unless you are getting it tested yourself. No joke. All right, so lead contamination, all these things, all these beauty products, these women are caking on their faces. Five toxic beauty ingredients you should never use if you're trying to get pregnant, popsugar.com. Or how about let's rename this. 
five toxic beauty products that Bill Gates loves putting <laughs> in product. Five toxic beauty products that the WHO and the UN have no problem with. Hormones aren't just here to make us crazy. I've noticed that since I became a woman, all the estrogen. Uh, they play an important role in making sure our body functions properly, especially when it comes to reproduction. Blah, blah, blah. So they list some of these chemicals, some of these chemicals that are all in the makeup products, all in your beauty products. Number one, phthalates. They're in that fragrance. They're in your hairspray. They're in your nail polish. And it's not just the phthalates. It's not just the phthalates. There are others as well. They're just going to list the same thing. That phthalates, parabens. Parabens are in body lotion, shampoo, face cleansers, body wash, foundation, and pomade. How much foundation are these little girls and these women caking on their face full of phthalates? How much foundation and pomade do women put on themselves? It's so sad. It's so sad. Products with BHA and BHT, lipsticks, eyeshadow, moisturizers, diaper creams, blush, and face powder. BHT may result in problems with both male and female reproductive systems. BHT. Oh. Octanoxate and oxybenzone in sunscreen, moisturizers, aftershave, lipstick, nail polish, skin creams, foundations, fragrance, and hair products. And that's just some of them. That's just some of them. They've been shown to change the weight and structure of both male and female reproductive organs in animal studies. High exposure to oxybenzone-related chemicals have been shown to affect the ovaries of female fish and reduce egg production. And also is a concern for the male reproductive system. So these cosmetics... Full of gender-bending chemicals. Right? Avoiding these is crucial, right? I mean, seriously. Uh, just most of these things that we just listed are totally unnecessary. Hairspray, foundation. The, most of these are totally unnecessary. Not just unnecessary, but dangerous. Please stop using these ladies if you're listening to this. Stop wearing makeup. Jessica, tell them to stop wearing makeup and they will. See? Done. I'm a woman too. Stop wearing makeup. Right? Take it from take it from a woman. Me. For all the lesbians watching. From one lesbian woman to a bunch of other lesbian women. I know there's probably hundreds of thousands of lesbian women watching right now. Stop using makeup. Stop it. You're destroying yourself. Not only are you destroying yourself, you are cre you're, you're further perpetuating a culture of destruction. A culture of illusion, of delusion. Who do you think? Who do you think teaches you? Who do you think teaches you to paint up your face? Who do you think? Who do you think taught women initially to paint up their faces and to adorn their faces in order to incite lust among the opposite sex? In order to incite lust and to draw attention from the opposite sex? Do you think this is some sort of a a, a beneficial thing on any level? I'm sorry, you're wrong. I understand. I understand that a lot of a lot of women like culturally it's normal like it's fun to put on makeup do yourself up go out with your girls I as a woman I would do that too if I didn't want to not die young right as a lesbian woman if I ever decide that hey maybe I want to have a baby right then then maybe th that's why I don't do it 
Okay, no, but but in all serious in all seriousness, if you if you look at uh, the the Enochian literature, right, the first Enoch, which is actually referenced in Jude, referenced within the New Testament, was actually Enoch was obviously read by the apostles, read by many people in the culture around the time of the apostles. Right, the book of Enoch, first Enoch talks about guess who fallen angels, right, fallen angelic beings, teaching women to paint their faces up, to incite lust. Among many other things taught to man, this was one of the things that was taught to man. So anyways, ditch it. Ditch it, ladies. Stop wearing that stuff. You don't need to wear that. You don't need to wear it. Right, men, if you got a woman and she's putting on makeup, show her some love. Tell her you're beautiful without it. It's true. You don't have to lie. They're way more beautiful without it. I'm more beautiful without makeup as a woman. I'm a woman, remember? So you can't kick me off YouTube. I'm a, I'm a lesbian woman. Okay? Trans-vegan as well. But seriously, like, how, it's, it's not even attractive. It's not even attractive. If you want children, if you, want to be, if you don't want to get breast cancers, if you don't want to have issues with your reproductive health, issues later on in life, even neurodegenerative diseases are affected by these things. You have to, you gotta stop wearing makeup. Men, you gotta stop, you gotta stop influencing your women to wear makeup. You gotta stop, you gotta stop reinforcing it. Right? It's a vicious cycle. You can't just blame the women. Okay, so that's part of it. That's part of it. Get off of that. Get off of that makeup. Get off the freaking makeup. Over here to the chat and see what's up. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? It's been it's been twenty twenty six. Oh no, let's see. Maybe twenty eight minutes. Twenty eight minutes since the last support. No, twenty six minutes. There it is. Twenty six minutes since the last supportive super chat from the bigots. What's up, Tamara? Tamara Hathaway, Philippians four, verse three. How you doing? Classic, classic Americana, how you doing? Good to see you here, Classic Americana. Glad you're new. Hope you're enjoying the show. I hope you're not wearing makeup. Because if you rewind, <laughs> you're going to find that. That stuff is not only... Not only does it make women look ugly, which it really, it actually does. That's another strategy. Not you only... Find hey, out, men. Find out. Do I want to find out. out. I want to find out. you Come at me and you'll find out how strong I am eating a plant-based diet. Whew. Okay? You'll Whew. find out. Thank you. Thank you so much. Dude, the art of truth and love. The art of truth and love stepping up. Stepping up. Huge $50 super chat. Slaying. Slaying Aaron, the big black dude. I don't even know if that's racist, but it's fine. Even if that was racist. You guys are both mods. You guys sort it out. Ban each other. The art of truth and love dueling with with Aaron the big black dude for that top position taking the top position says you keep talking feel like I need to donate for your research thank you very much I appreciate that so anyways the, the makeup man the makeup the makeup the makeup it is not it doesn't even look good I'm telling it doesn't it doesn't look good it like I've and I've always felt this way okay I've always hated makeup remember when we, when we first got together yeah I, ma I, I immediately made you stop wearing makeup yeah I remember within like a few days that but you like you were cool. You were just like okay. Well, it was a relief. It was a relief. Uh 
it wasn't difficult. And then the hardest part was not putting mascara. Mascara, ugh, that's the worst. Mascara is so, all right. The makeup is terrible, guys. It's terrible. You wanna find out? Find out. Find out. Oh goodness. Oh goodness. Oh goodness. DB donated five bucks. Have you heard about the new Satan shoes by the rapper Lil Nas X? Just when you think degeneracy can't reach a new low. They're really getting desperate to bring humanity down. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, this next level music industry, right? Standard music industry, which, witchy, witchy nonsense. Um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about that. I don't know if we're going to talk a lot about that. We got time, though. We got time. We're going to hit on that. That's part of it. That's part of today's presentation. Don't you worry. We're tying it all in. We had a lot of people asking about Lil Nas X. I know you guys, Lil Nas is a hot up-and-coming rapper. But, you know, it's it's been said that Lil AIDS is bound to go viral, right? Lil AIDS is bound to go viral. That's my rap name is Lil AIDS. I've been, I've been trying to break into the music industry, and Lil Nas has inspired me to actually develop my own shoe. So we're going to be talking about that as well. Um, yeah, spoiler alert. It's better. It's way better, I think. We'll see. All right, we got... Here, here look what they're doing to the babies. I don't know why my baby has breathing problems. Starter kit. This is on my, uh, my Instagram. If you guys aren't following me on my Instagram, then you're probably racist and uh, homophobic because you hate lesbian women like me. Maybe you don't like butch lesbians. Maybe you prefer some like made-up, uh, more toxically feminine version of a lesbian woman. That's fine. You still follow me. Give me a follow over there on the Instagram. You can actually, I, I uh, always put these in the, if you want to get notified about these, the Instagram stories is a good place, but also the best way to get notified all the time, if you really want to get notified all the time, check the link. It says get notified for upcoming streams. That's in the description over there on, um, over there in, what's it called? On YouTube, on the, 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 the terrible one, not the good one, Rockfin. It's on YouTube. All right, so, yes. Let's come over here. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, Here. Okay, yeah. So you can sign up there. And then if you become a member, Jessica reminded me, also, become a member, right? Hey, you want our help? You want to help us out and get our help? Get in on the weekly coaching calls? Become a member, primaledgehelp.com slash membership. And you will get... Access to our weekly coaching calls. If you guys need some, uh, you guys need some help with your diet, lining up your diet and your lifestyle, we're here to help you, and uh, that is a good way to get notified as well. You join our private forum, get in on those weekly coaching calls, and you can enjoy that. So, yeah, they got the uh, look what they're doing to babies. They're masking these babies right out of the womb. <laughs> they're forcing mothers to wear masks while they're giving birth. Look at that. Look how horrible that is. And then here's another one, another recent one. This was kind of going viral the other day. Look what the essential twerkers are doing for C-sections now, right? Now the C-section, normally, very often they will put a, uh, a barrier in between the mother and the child. They say, oh, we're gonna, we gotta keep you safe, we gotta keep the baby safe because you're, you're, you're open and we're gonna keep you safe. So some of them will put a plastic barrier. Some, many of them will use no barriers at all. But depending on which type of hospital you're at, this is what women are being, this is, this is the first, wait, where's the sound? There we go. Oh, thank you for the 
can't even she can't even see their baby's face smashing this baby up against their saran wrap right like how I mean this is how dehumanizing is this this is so insane this is so insane and yes yes I understand for for those of you who've had a c-section this can be the standard protocol in some places but in many places it's not they just give the, the baby to the mother Right. Now the C-section, if it's not necessary, I would definitely, you know, the C-section, if it's not absolutely medically necessary, should be avoided, right? The vaginal birth is super important. They're being exposed to the bacteria, right? Their microbiome is formed as they travel through the birth canal. The vaginal birth is incredibly important. And if the child is not exposed to the bacteria through the vaginal canal, their immune system is not going to be functioning properly. They're not going to develop a properly functioning immune system. Very important. Really important. Let's go over here and fix my, fix my camera. There we go. That's better. There we go. So, yeah. And, it, and look. Look at she's got a mask on. That baby is just is being doused in them good old phthalates. I give him a nice phthalate bath on this plastic wrap. Right, this plastic wrap world that this child is born into. This is, how traumatic is this? And then the mother, look at her. She's in full whore paint. She's going to war, full whore paint with a mask. Look at those, look at those lashes. Look at those lashes. My Lord, how, this is so sad. This is so sad. Alti Outdoors is what the, WTF, we had a C-section, there was no barrier. But, I mean, this is what they're doing in a lot of places. <laughs> so she won't get upcharged for touching her baby, right? <laughs> this, is, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Right? I mean, this is so sad. Look at those lashes. She's in full, full makeup, caking it on. Look at this child. Look what this child is exposed to. Not just like the dehumanizing nature of this birth, the, uh, the, the, oh, 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 hello. It's not just, it's not just the awful nature of the place where this child is being born, not just the awful nature of the methodology, right, being wrapped in the plastic, Okay, but being deprived of human contact, being deprived of the contact with the mother, and the mother wearing a face mask. That's the first thing that child is seeing. His muzzled, dehumanized mother with her face painted up with toxic carcinogens and gender-bending chemicals. That's the, that's the child's introduction into the world. This is incredibly sad. It's really sad. Unnecessary and sad. So those eyelashes, how, how sickening is this? All right, so it's, it, it's, it's not just the adults being exposed to these things. It's not just the plastic water bottles, which we should be avoiding as well. All right, and there are ways, I mean, what can we do about this? Like I said before, stop wearing makeup. Influence the women in your life to stop wearing makeup. Help them to realize that they're more beautiful without it. Help them to realize that they look disgusting with it. Maybe that's the only way. Maybe some women aren't going to respond well to you telling them, hey, you're more beautiful without makeup. Maybe they'll respond better to, oh, you look like a fucking whore right now with all that makeup. Maybe they'll respond better to that. I don't know. I don't know. Now, don't ruin your relationship. Don't be, don't be, a, don't be a prick if you don't need to. 
But sometimes, sometimes it takes that. I mean, this is, this is horrible. This is horrible. And there's more things we can do as well, right? You can detoxify the body of these things to a certain extent, right, through sweating. Sweating is very important. So things like sauna can be great. And if you don't have a sauna, which who the heck has a sauna, right? I haven't been in a sauna in over a year. I used to love doing saunas, uh, but don't have access to one, especially with the coof. I can't go to the hosteria and go hit up a sauna. So what I, what I do is I fill up my bath with hot, 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 hot water. Super, 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 super hot water. Super hot water. I fill that bath up with super hot water and I sweat it up in there. Right? So sweating. You can detoxify the body through sweating. You can improve the detoxification pathways. Naturally, make sure your liver is functioning well. Right? Make sure your kidneys are functioning well. Meaning, quit drinking booze all the time. Right? Don't overload your body with alcohol, which you shouldn't be doing anyways. Right? Yes, alcohol every once in a while can be good. Not really like physically good, but you know, socially, whatever. Feels a little good. But, shouldn't be drinking all the time. It's not helping you much. You're drinking all the time, being, getting drunk all the time, right? If you're drinking a lot, maybe drink a little less. Just a little less. Right? Reduce the toxic load on the body. Sweat it up. Avoiding the plastics when you can. Avoid the plastics when you can, you know? That's another thing. It's like, you know, stop drinking out of the plastic water bottles. You can, a lot of people will get like the Berkey filters and those can be good. You wouldn't get a good water filter in your home. Get a good water filter in the home. Improve your diet. Another thing. Stop eating kibble, mass-produced kibble that's been thrown through 20 different mechanisms of processing powderized foods, all that stuff, you're going to be exposed to more heavy metals through them. You're going to be exposed to more lead, more cadmium from powdered foods, protein powders and all that stuff. A lot of these things heavily contaminated. Uh-oh. Am I still alive? We loading. YouTube's loading. Huh. Something's wrong. Am I good? Am I alive? Okay. Restream is working, it seems. Still live. All right, we're still good. We just had... Okay. Still live on Rockfin? I'm going to hit the go live button again. We had a little blip in the internet, it seems. Excusez-moi. Excusez-moi. There we go. We're good. Guys on Rockfin, big shout out to the Rockfin crew. Thank you guys for supporting via those tips on Rockfin, uh, especially uh, Mr. Jean Machel, right? Is that his name? Jean, no, Jean World. Thank you very much for that big fat tip. That nice $20 tip over there. Really appreciate that. Gregory Campbell, Jared Hamilton. Thank you guys for enjoying over on Rockfin. Uh, the audience is growing over there. You guys, make sure I'm going to put another link in. On, for the Rockfin channel, please subscribe to the Rockfin. Uh, well, subscription is not free, but the free, right? If you make a free account, you can follow the page, and then if you update, upgrade rather to a subscription, you get access to the exclusive premium members only content, which is going to be coming in the next few weeks. So if you want to upgrade to a subscription, that's great, but you can make a free account and follow the channel over there. There's no censorship on Rockfin. This is not going to be pulled down. Rockfin is cool with me being a lesbian woman. They're cool with me being trans vegan, um, and they let you say what you want over there. So Rockfin is awesome. Follow on Rockfin, and if you want to upgrade, you can upgrade. That's cool.
If you don't want to upgrade, you have to. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to if you don't want to. You watch it for free. There's a bunch of free content over there. So uh, check it out over on Rockfin. Let me just, uh, I'll pin, how about I pin that? Pin that message. Pin that in the YouTube chat. Follow the channel on Rockfin. Hey, upgrade to a subscription if you really want to. You don't need to, but you can if you really like the content here. And you can send tips over there as well. Mandatory tips. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, thank you guys who, uh, who support the channel. If you guys like the channel, if you like the streams, if you enjoy this, please consider supporting via the Streamlabs link like our good buddy over here, Henry Serpanos. Henry Serpanos and the truth. The truth donated five bucks. Says the only thing most women need to do to be attractive is not be obese, but many would rather waste cash on makeup, waste time dyeing their hair, getting their nails done. I appreciate that we have a strong lesbian woman like you speaking the truth. That's right, we got two of them here. Jessica's lesbian too. She don't. She won't admit it. She doesn't. We we're having some issues, of, some transphobia issues in our home. She doesn't. She doesn't want to admit that I'm actually a woman. She still treats me like a man for some reason. But anyways, yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, the truth. Henry Serpanos donated ten bucks. What's up, man? It says unfortunately we live in a profit before health economy, and people are being slowly chemically castrated. Children are being damaged at birth. How crazy is our world? Well, I mean, we're talking about the physical aspects of it now. We're talking about the physical aspects of it now, but it's not just the physical aspects. It's not just the physical stuff, which is what we're going to move on to and talk about next. It's not just the physical. And it's also cultural. So like the family is being destroyed. The family is being eroded. You got Cardi B flapping her whap. You've got Lil Nas humping on Satan in a music video, right? riding a stripper pole down the hell, twerking on Satan, and then st uh, stealing his horns and, uh, and becoming the, the top demon of hell. Right? You have, you have uh, this, the intentional spread of non-traditional relationships and families. Right? All of these, all of this stuff plays right into these big foundations who've written about their desires to decrease the human populations for years, for decades, all of these play right into the playbooks that they've, wrote, that they've written. You know, National Security State Memorandum 200 talking about controlling the food supply, uh, culturally influencing, driving the culture. This is why the Rockefeller Foundation, when you look at what they invest in, right, from 19, their 1988 Rockefeller Foundation presidential what was it called again? Their presidential, their annual report, 1988 Rockefeller Foundation annual report, right? Heavily invested in, first of all, science-based development, right? The total of that being the largest portion of their funding, right? Going to, of course, big corporations, going to universities, right? You've got agricultural sciences, health sciences, population sciences, of course, special programming, but then also a massive amount of money, $12 million just in 1988, which remember $12 million in 1988 was worth many a Bitcoin, was worth at least 10 Dogecoin. Um, arts, arts and Humanities was $12 million, $12,190,421 to the Arts and Humanities. What do you think that means? What do you think that's going to? What do you think the Rockefeller Foundation's investment? What, what is the Open Society Foundation investing in? Are organizations that further the disruption of the family that further destroy the family that further destroy your culture weaponized pop culture that's what it's going to the arts and the humanities that they promote are toxic it is weaponry 
It's cultural warfare. Still alive? Yeah. So I mean, this is this is psychological warfare. It's psychological warfare. It is not just directed at you know teens, right? And and uh, and music fans, right? You got Cardi B, you know, promiscuity right now. Uh, Cardi B actually promoting um, like open relationships and whatnot as well. Right? You've got um, you know sex, drugs, rock and roll. Like this is the the boomer generation were nailed with this stuff, right? Uh, Jim Morrison pulling out his dick on stage, screaming about copulating with his mother, right? It's just like the most the most degrading, dehumanizing music sold to you as art. Right? Of course, Jim Morrison's father was Admiral Stephen Morrison. He was a psyops expert. Admiral Stephen Morrison was in charge of the ship involved in the Gulf of Tonkin incident. So it's like, I mean, it's, you have all this stuff going on physically, but you also have the cultural warfare. Rockefeller Foundation investing in arts and humanities and, of course, what they call equal opportunity. Right, and they, and they pretend, oh, we're so concerned with minorities, and the, you know, the Hollywood. They just love minorities. The music industry. They're so concerned with the black communities, which is why they constantly pump out the worst, most demonic imagery to the black communities. Right? They tell you it's cool to sell drugs. They tell you it's cool to be hyper violent. It's cool to objectify women. It's cool to be a whore. It's cool to be a man whore. It's cool. To be you know, just the, the most degenerate sex fiend sodomite and go hump up on Satan like Lil Nas, right? They're, they're equal opportunity the Rockefeller Foundation is investing in. You know, I mean, it's just, you, and you look back 1968, they're also investing in, of course, cultural development and then equal opportunity for all. Of course, you know, they're very, very influential in the university systems. Yeah, but the, but the first chapters of their 1968 president, what was, it, what was it called? The president's five-year review and annual report from 1968. The first chapters are about controlling the food supply and about overpopulation. Okay, so these organizations also have big influence through things like the public broadcasting Sphere, right? Sesame Street over there on PBS. See what? See how Sesame Street is helping to uh, to, to edify the, the culture, right? And normalize normalize uh, whatever they're going to be normalizing here in this video. I've got Sesame Street adjusting to two homes. Hey guys. You're doing? Oh, this is from Sesame Street in Communities Channel, where they specifically target the black population. And it's specifically targeted as at the black population. Hey, what you doing? So these, these children hanging out outside, and then this random adult in a sweater, right? You gotta you trust the adults in sweaters. Some random ass creepy adult with no children. This bitch tits walks up in a sweater. Oh, really? Of what? Of our homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around where we live. Really? Yeah. Nice. Oh, look, Gordon. Look, this, this is a picture of Elmer's apartment. Wow. See? Yeah, Elmer still has to draw in the
looks just like your building, Elmo. Great job. Thank you. Thank you, random adult that I don't know. I'm glad you know where Elmo lives. Thank you. <laughs> can you can you move away from me? My daddy told me that you shouldn't be so close to me, strange man. <laughs> I mean, it's called adjusting to two homes, but look how look how it normalizes these strange relationships between children and random ass adults that are not their parents too. He's wearing a sweater though. He's dressed like Bill Gates, so you can trust him. Oh, I just love all the colorful flowers. Great drawing, Rosita. Gracias. <laughs> Check this out, Gordon. Uh -huh. This is the picture of my house, ah. and this is the picture of my other house. Oh, <laughs> th these are both beautiful drawings, Abby. Uh, So sad. So you know, the, and it's not. It's not like Sesame Street invented divorce, right? right? But these are these are control mechanisms for the culture. When you look at the Bolshevik Revolution, you had the sexual revolution before the nineteen seventeen, before the October Revolution. You had a huge push of propaganda. Of course, this was all funded by Western interests, right? Bankers like Schiff funding the Bolshevik Revolution. When you look at communism, guess who's always funding it? Monopoly capital from the West. I mean, these are experiments that they run. Bertrand Russell said that the Soviet Union was a great experiment. This is a great experiment. This is a petri dish. This is a petri dish for the Anglo-American establishment. These people openly, openly, openly fund revolutionary communist movements. You've got the Rockefeller Foundation right now, very interested in pushing socialism. I mean, it's it, 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 why 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 are monopoly capitalists all of a sudden philanthropists who want socialism? Hmm. Hmm. And so, um, what was I saying? Uh, the the divorce laws in the Soviet Union after you had the sexual revolution. We talked about this in a previous stream, several previous streams. We'll have to do a whole stream just on the Soviet Union, right, the Bolsheviks, and the sexual revolution and the results of it. Now, because what happened is this. Very similar to what you're seeing in the United States now, the same type of propaganda was rolled out, was pumped out via the printing press and via street activists in the Bolshevik Revolution. They had chicks, topless women out, uh, I'm sorry, uh, women, not chicks, topless dignified women. Right? They, had, they had topless harlots out in the streets parading around, right, nudist parades, Sexual revolution, sexual immorality being normalized, right? Uh, you know, alternative lifestyles, right? uh, 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 dudes kissing dudes out in parades in the streets, right? Liberation, sexual liberation, orgiastic endeavors in the streets, right? Just like you saw in the 1960s started happening, the 1970s started happening, and now it's, you know, you got Cardi B on TV licking other chicks' tongues. You got little gas, little Nas humping on Satan. Swing around on a stripper pole, dressed in drag, right? This is this is what it's degenerated into. But the Bolsheviks had a similar setup, right? So then they also had guess what? Hyper liberal divorce laws, right? After the revolution, super liberal divorce laws, and you know what? In America now, the divorce laws 
are far more liberal than they ever were in the Soviet Union. These were done in order to break up the family. This was done to create a cultural situation where people were driven by, of course, guess what? Greed, right? By greed, by the lust for power, and by the lower nature. They release the passions, right? Unleash the passions, worship of the passions. Guess what it results in? Sexual liberation results in the enslavement of populations to vice. That's what it is. It's enslavement to vice. It is not liberating for a woman to be a whore. It is not liberating for a man to be promiscuous, for a man to be a manho. It's destructive. It makes you completely and utterly enslaved to vice. So... They had liberal divorce laws, which in the United States right now, the divorce laws are even worse than they have in the Soviet Union. This created an incentive for women to leave their husbands in order to seek richer husbands, right? Or husbands that were higher up in the party, which there was one party, just like we see happening now in the West. One party, the mask party, the science party, the technocracy. It's not the Democrats, it's technocracy. It's not national, it's global. Right, these are global, this is the global revolution. Yeah, but they had liberal divorce laws that destroyed the family. And what ended up happening was there were so many vagrants, there were so many delinquents. Children that grew up without fathers were causing so much crime, and they weren't workers. They had to retract their super liberal divorce laws, right? They used them as a tool for the revolution, for the destruction of the family, for the destruction of religion for the destruction of Christianity, for the destruction of orthodoxy. They killed the king, right? They killed the czar, right? The, the, the ritualistic slaying of the king. They, they, you know, they believed that they killed God, right? They pushed the orthodox church underground, created the catacomb church, which still thrived and which actually created many saints. Now, many, uh, many from the catacomb church are venerated as saints now. We, 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 in orthodoxy, we venerate St. Tsar Nicholas II. Right? St. Tsar Nicholas is venerated as a saint, as a martyr, his whole family. So anyway, the destruction of orthodoxy, the destruction of Christianity, the destruction of the family, this is why they did this. This is why they had the unleashing of the passions, pornography, liberal divorce laws. It was in order to bring about the revolution, which was all about the destruction of culture, the bringing about of the utopia, of course, right? If we could just get rid of religion and just create a new religion, then we're going to have a utopia, yeah? And so those liberal divorce laws destroyed the families, but then they didn't have people that would work, right? The, the, the young men were completely screwed up. The, the young men that grew up without fathers were screwed. Surprise, surprise. So they had to retract that and go back to kind of promoting some sort of an idea and an ideal of family life in order to have father figures that would raise the children so that they could actually be functional in society and go work in factories and be good little Soviet workers. Right? So they use this to break down the culture. But guess what? You think, you think Lil Nas, you think, you think Lil Nas humping on Satan on a stripper pole is going to be, is going is gonna to make it in, a, in, the, in the global technocracy? You think the revolution isn't going to discard these people as well? all the vagrants and the criminals that were created by the systematic destruction of families, the systematic destruction of belief in God, the systematic destruction of morality, 
This results in a bunch of degenerates who do not work. It results in crime, high crime rates. It results in depopulation, but it also results in the, in the, uh, in the population that remains being very degenerate, depraved, and unable to work. Right, so maybe the technocrats think that this new revolution, they're going to, uh, everything's going to be mechanized, so we don't need these people anyways, we can just get rid of them. But no, they're not, they're not liberating the black community with Cardi B. They're not liberating the black community with Nas, Lil Nas, right? Gangster rap wasn't about liberating the community, it was about enslaving the communities. It was about enslaving black people. It was about criminalizing black people. It was about exalting criminal activity. Right, to create more division in the homes, destroyed families. That's what it was about. Rap music was not this, uh, you know, gangster rap was not this grassroots thing that was, uh, that was liberating blacks. It's about destruction. It's about destruction of families. Right? Not Lil Nas X, whatever that dude's name is, Lil Nas X, He's not a talented rapper. This is not grassroots, right? He's exalted because he's debased. The most debased things are exalted in this culture that is toxic and weaponized and fallen and falling further. And the culture is designed to, to suck us into it, to, get you, to turn you into uh, to chronic coomers, to turn you into toxic agents of the demonic forces that drive the culture. That's, that's what it is. Because my parents are divorced. D divorced? Mm -hmm. What does divorce mean? Well, divorce means that Abby's mommy and daddy aren't married anymore. Which, well, which actually makes it more likely that a creepy old man in a sweater like me could come over here with his weird-ass bitch tits popping out his sweater and start influencing them. And perhaps... Even, even driving them to, uh, to trust me further. Right? This guy, like, who, what's up with this? What's up with, like, the, the random adult that always comes and hangs out with the kids in Sesame Street? The random adult with no child, no children of his own. It's like, I don't, I'm always harping on on Sesame Street and just the, the, the culture that, I mean, the culture is grooming us. The culture is grooming us for many things. It's grooming us to be influenced in certain ways, by imagery, by repetition, and by types of people. And I just I find it strange that Sesame Street's always, always up on this, uh, always has this weird theme going on. Well, sometimes things don't work out with parents, even though they try and they try, so they decide not to be married anymore. Oh, that was so helpful. Adjusting to two homes. This wow. How helpful. <laughs> How helpful. Thank you, Sesame Street and communities. Hi, Lexi, let's go. Oh, hi. I was just on my way home to my mommy's home. But I also have another home. It's where I live with my daddy. Uh, that's because, well, my parents are divorced. And you know, I had a lot of big feelings about the divorce at first. And a lot of questions, too. But by talking with my mommy and my daddy, well, it really helped me a lot. You see, they helped me to see that my mommy's always going to be my mommy and my daddy's always going to be my daddy. And do you know what's most important? 
said they'll always love you, no matter what. <laughs> Come on, Rexy. <laughs> What's most important is that now I'm going to spend all my time in a fantasy world watching television. I'm gonna, because my parents don't have a healthy relationship and are not able to raise me, I'm going to be watching Cardi B. Oh, Elmo like Cardi B. Elmo, this Cardi B is is that that hoe that have the wet ass pussy? Oh, Elmo loves the Cardi B with the wet ass pussy. Oh, you know Elmo. Elmo also Elmo also was given uh, a link to also watch this guy Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X, he is so liberated. He's sexually liberated, like Elmo's three daddies. Uh, one of Elmo's daddies gave him Lil Nas X shoes. All oh, the new collaboration shoes, they're called Satan shoes. Look! Elmo wants to wear them and learn how to dance on pole like one of his daddies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lil Nas X and, and MSCHF. I guess it kind of spells mischief, right? Are collaborating on a custom Air Max 97 Satan shoes. 666 pairs will be released individually numbered and include a drop of human blood in the air bubble for $1,018. $1,018. Nike is not involved with this project. Need your thoughts on these. No, look at this. This is the imagery, right? Effeminate, broken abused, sodomized young men. That's who gets exalted in the music industry. That's who gets exalted in the film industry. Right? Look, at, look at the eyes, just demonic eyes. Oh, look, they're so edgy, bro. They're Satan shoes. They have a drop of human blood. Like, who's, whose blood is in that, too? Like, we're, they don't tell you whose blood. Lil Nas, bruh. Lil Nas. What a nasty little dude. So anyway, this guy, Lil Nas, he had some song. Right? We described it earlier. We're not going to watch any of it. It's disgusting. We'll just come over to his Twitter page here. Lil Nas X. Lil Nasty. Lil Nas. Oh, Elmo like music. Elmo does not have a daddy. And Elmo's mommy is more concerned about uh, going out drinking with her friends and twerking in the club. And now uh, Elmo just stay home and he listens to pop culture. And Elmo very influenced by Lil Nas. This, this guy Lil Nas, he wear Gucci pants. Look at him. He have the Gucci belt. Oh, he may twerk on Satan. Oh, he's so cool. This is who your kids... Lil Nas is going to be running. He's going to be like all PBS programming will be... <laughs> We'll be uh, we'll be Lil Nas in a, in a couple years. Here's Lil Nas and his Twitter. Lil Nas related content is currently holding six spots on YouTube's trending page. Oh, he's trending on YouTube, right? Well, why do you think he's trending? Why do you think he's trending? Why do you think he's trending? Well, he makes a demonic video where he portrays himself as the the king sodomite of heaven. Right, or of, of hell rather. King Sodom, the Sodomite king of hell, dressed up in drag, twerking on Satan, dancing on a stripper pole. Right, like this is look. The, the imagery is just here's the imagery. 
right? Upside down cross imagery all over it, right? Sliding down the stripper pole, upside down, mocking Christ. And it's just, this is the culture now. And it used to be, it used to be subtle, right? It used to be very subtle, right? We talked about, you know, Jim Morrison and these guys back in the day. The subtle Crowleyan influences, right? The, uh, the Beatles, right? The Beatles who are, uh, actually had a, t- a tight association with Jimmy Savile. You know, the Beatles and their Crowleyan influence. They put Crowley on the cover of, um, of that album. I mean, this dude, he's, he's not a musician at all. This guy's terrible. Oh, oh, look, he's poor. He's, I'll be honest, all this backlash is putting an emotional toll on me. I try to cover it with humor, but it's getting hard. My anxiety is higher than ever. And stream, call me by your name on all platforms now. I mean, he's, who knows if he's being serious. That's like, this is the imagery, you know? I mean, it's just, I'm not going to his actual site. Just disgusting. You know, this is the rap industry now, right? I mean, it's just it's been it's been a slow slide to this, but it's so in your face now. Remember, uh, ten years ago, like Lady Gaga, right? Ten years ago, Lady Gaga doing like these blood rituals at the VMAs, right? Like, in basically at a a Freemasonic stage in between the two pillars. Weird blood ritual that she did. You know, I mean, that, that was intense. That was insane. But like this, it's just gotten, it's gone further and further. You know, I mean, it's, it's so demonic. It's a little Nas with them shoes. A little Nas, but you know what? You know what? A little Nas. A little Nas about to get, about to, about to get viralated by little AIDS. All right. I'm, now I'm telling you, this little Nas guy, he ain't got nothing on my new, on my new kicks, right? My new ultra limited edition edition. Excuse me. My ultra limited edition. We're only going to do... Uh-oh. I'm still streaming? Yeah. Oh, there it is. We're only going to do 420 of them. The shoe's going to drop on 420. You like that? For, for the kids, right? Uh, it's the Lil AIDS. Lil AIDS X Nike. X Pfizer. X Open Society Foundation collab speaker. Right, it's going to be a, a modified version of the Nike Dunk in a deep brown red colorway, right? Like a doo-doo brown. Uh, this is going to be the ultimate, this ultra limited edition shoe. It's going to be called the PP and the Poo shoe. You like that? The PP and the Poo shoe? I, I, this is bound. We're going viral. Little AIDS is going viral. The soles of the limited edition PP and the Poo shoe are going to have 420 cc of gender fluids from random toilets and one drop of actual blood, AIDS infected blood. From your boy Lil Aids. The embossed human leather from Chinese dissidents will be textured with diamonds cut into the shape of corn kernels. So this is going to be, I think this is going to be hot. For only 420 of them. We're going to sell it for $4,020. Okay? What do you think? What do you think, guys? Am I we going to go viral? <laughs> Are we going to make it? Are we going to make it? The king of money, what's up, dude? The King of Money over there in the chat says the only videos, he, he tipped 10 bucks on uh, Rockfin. Thank you very much, King of Money. So the only videos I watch are of money being printed. It's very erotic. <laughs> the King of Money. Where's your, I want to see some of your new videos, man. I want you to have a new video next time. I want to see more, more of you yelling into the camera in your King of Money hat next time. All right. So you, you got, we got that, the pee-pee and the poo shoe. 
You guys like that? Lil A's pee-pee in the poo shoe. One drop of my of Lil A's blood in each shoe. Right? Filled with toilet water from <laughs> Fire Island. <laughs> um, what do you think? What do you think? Let me come over here. We got some super chats, guys. Uh, the Art of Truth and Love. The Art of Truth and Love. Banging it out. The Art of Truth and Love has just... I mean, I don't even see Aaron the Big Black Dude in the chat anymore. Aaron the Big Black Dude has left the chat. Has left the chat. Our Truth and Love sent a $50 super chat. $50. Would you mind giving me some watermelon? Gracias. $50 super chat. Big, fat $50 super you're the You're the top bigot of the night. Even though in the very beginning you were like, oh, I got, I got hit on my crypto. All it took was, was a little bit of competition from, uh, from Aaron the Big Black Dude, who's mysteriously disappeared yeah mysteriously disappeared i think it is clear the art of truth and love that you won i think you won the contest so i sent uh didn't even say anything art of truth and love just sent this video let's see what this is you're so blind to d-e-v-i-l you wouldn't recognize satan if you were standing in hell e-v-i-l i would play so well poetically i killed off the old me the dead the pathetic me i love it he's dead to me you can make a mannequin of me, but still no one is ahead of me. Sorry, that was the poetic me. Then again, no apologies. You trust in pharmacies, I trust in prophecies. There's a God, there's a boss in me, and it might end up costing me, but the die is to gain. Heaven, if you're saved, more fame either way. Takes going to the grave to get people's praise. Everything is backwards these days. Even when he's on full display. So many fools these days. Welcome to the great falling away. Please, God, let me fall into your grace. I'm not a soothsayer, but want to know that I'm saved. That my future's in heaven when my life goes away. You think about your 401k. I think about knocking on heaven's door someday. Retirement is what keeps you awake when you're trying to sleep. I'm a fireman, you're asleep, so I shake the flames on your sheets. House is on fire, sir, follow me. Whole lot of flaws, but I promise you solemnly that the spirit of God lives inside of me, and he is the one guiding me. I see murder, I see fighting, rioting. I see people inciting it excitedly. I see God telling his people to abide in me. I see angels on the rise. I see the king, he's alive. I Am I going to get... Am I gonna get copyrighted for this? Hope not. I mean, he's definitely not about to go viral like Lil Nas, right? You see the difference? <laughs> you see the difference? Lil Nas in like one or two days, have like 10, 10 billion views on Lil Nas's twerking on the devil's dinghy video. This was sent by, sent by the Art of Truth and Love. This is much, this is much better curated than the last music video you sent of the, that you sent like twice. <laughs> what was that? The last one you sent twice. Who's this guy's? Uh, Clayton Jennings. Shout out to Clayton. Clayton Jennings actually does have some writing talent, unlike unlike little Nas, little nasty man, little Nas over there. Clinton Jennings, who doesn't have to hump on Satan's dingling in order to <laughs> in order to uh, to get some props. So yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to him. That was called Battle Cry, right by Clayton Jennings. Thank you, the Art of Truth and Love. That was was much better than nasty ass little Nas over there. What do you guys think? You get, do you think my shoes? You think my shoes are gonna go viral? The PP and the Pooh shoe. Don't know. 
I'm trying, I'm trying to get Elmo to endorse it, but I haven't, I haven't heard back from PBS yet. No word back from PBS. We got, let's see, come over here. Pull that down for a second. Let's read some. I got a super chat over here from Dell1000. Dell1000, what's up, dude? Dell1000, he's able, I know you're able to tune in on what you said, like Sundays and Mondays you can come through. So today is Monday, and Dell1000 was able to come through. Says, uh, sends $20. Thank you, Dell. That's a really, that's a really generous super chat, man. I appreciate that. Says, hello, Tristan. How are you? I have a few questions for you. Number one, do you know if egg lecithin is better than sunflower lecithin? Well, lecithin that would be in eggs would be better than sunflower lecithin or soy lecithin. Those lecithins are going to be processed. They're going to be like extracted from the plant. Um, you're better off eating egg yolks regularly to try to get lecithin in. Uh, and egg yolks have choline as well. I know you were asking previously about you know uh, brain injury and uh, and improving brain health. So choline in eggs is really good. The yolks of eggs, massive amounts of egg yolks, do it. You know, I mean, duck eggs are great too. They eat a lot of bugs and they have a great fatty acid profile there. Number two, do public schools teach children to be nihilist, hedonist, and solipsist? If so, why? God bless you, Tristan, and your family. Thank you, man. Um, Dell one thousand. I think you know the answer to that. Number two. Right, the answer is kind of in there, right? Yeah, I mean, public schools teach nihilism, hedonism, and solipsism. They teach you this, right? It, it is the the basic presuppositions of the schooling, of the worldview, of the schooling that you're given, is nihilistic, is materialistic. And they teach you moral relativism. They teach you to worship other people's opinions of you. They teach you to seek. You know, uh, to seek worldly popularity, they teach you to seek worldly, to seek the opinions of. Uh oh, did we cut off for a minute there? It turned. It's red. Uh. Am I still live, guys? Let me know if I'm live still. Somebody, somebody, tell me if I'm live. Somebody on YouTube, tell me if I'm live. Am I good? It turned red. I turned red over there on uh, on OBS. I'm tired of standing up. I'm gonna sit down. But Jessica's using my chair with. Just, I'll, I'll, I'll make it. I'll make it. It's fine. I'm still alive. All right, cool. All right, I'm still alive. Here we go. Nope, it's it's fluctuating now. Shoot, it's going up and down. Right, I'm live on Rockfin, still live, still live, but my internet is being a little bit weird, and OBS is dropping, it's dropping its bitrate. Sorry, guys. I guess we're still good. People are saying we're still good, but I think it's going to be choppy for a moment while the bitrate goes back up. I don't know why the bitrate is choppy. Come back, bitrate. Bitrate. All right, we're still live. We're still live. We got, we got to scroll up here. We got some... Uh, Okay. Yeah. So anyways, yes. Why do the schools do this? Because schools are there for social engineering, right? Schools are there for social engineering and the public school system was always meant to be a utopian system. Now, what I would say, if you want to learn a little bit more about that, maybe start with
uh, The Deliberate Dumbing Down of America, and then also anything by John Taylor Gatto. All right, the Deliberate Dumbing Down of America. This is a good book. You want to learn a little bit about what's going on with the public education system. John Taylor Gatto's book as well, right? Like Dumbing Us Down is a John Taylor Gatto book. Uh, also, The Underground History, The Underground History of American Education. Check that out. John Taylor Gatto, Underground History of American Education. And you can learn a little bit more about that. So thank you very much, Dell. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. My bitrate is good now. Thank you, uh, Yato. Yato, Truth and Love, give me some advice over there. It's not. It's it's just the bitrate. It went down because we're on a fiber optic cable, and sometimes sometimes we get some silliness. Sometimes we get some silliness over there in the fiber optics. So we're good now. My bitrate is well below my upload uh, ability, and it is actually you're right. It's about. It's a little bit less than half. Yeah. So thank you guys. Thank you for supporting Dell. I really appreciate that, Dell. Thank you, Dell. Um, maybe I mean we'll we'll get we'll have to maybe do a series on the education system and do I mean John Taylor Gatto he hasn't been around he hasn't done interviews in a long time I I'm not sure what his health is like I, is he alive still you know he might not be. he might he might have passed away unfortunately so yeah Gatto did some great work John Taylor Gatto all right and. We got another super chat over here. We got some, or it's not super chats. We got tips. We got tips on Rockfin. Thank you guys. We got the tippers on Rockfin. All you guys who are supporting on Rockfin, let's go ahead and read these. It's on auto scroll, so it keeps going past it. The King of Money tipped earlier. Tip that 10 bucks. Thank you, King of Money. Scrolling down here. Shout out to the King of Money again. Tip five bucks. Says, uh, I'm going to try to have one out this Friday. Vocal rehab, vocal rehab makes it so I actually have to do my homework. Haha. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll buy, these, I'll buy those shoes if you add another pint of AIDS blood, please. One a whole pint of AIDS blood? I was, we're going to do just one drop of, of AIDS blood. But I'm te- like, you don't know how much, because we're getting that toilet water from some, some re- very sus clubs, we'll be getting that... What we have in Lil Nas, we're going to pay Lil Nas to harvest toilet water from whatever places he hangs out at. So that's bound to have a little AIDS up in it too. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> the king of money. King of money sent 10 bucks again. T- 10 bucks says, I don't know if you watch till the end, but there seems to be a serial killer that stalks me. Don't show if YouTube bans streams because I do have a bloody knife I show in it. Let me know if the voice is creepy enough. <laughs> Watch it later if you have time this week. Okay, yeah, yeah. Thank you for for thanks for trying to keep me on YouTube, right? Thank you very much. I'm pulling that up right now, and I'm gonna watch that, and I'll report back to you during the next stream what I think about it, my friend. Thank you very much. Tony Baloney in the chat. What's going on? Uh, Chris Putnam in the chat says uh, he thinks that. John Taylor Gatto recently passed away. Sounds sounds about like sounds like it's true. Um, Tony Baloney though says that the public school brainwashing never worked on me because I was too busy sleeping to pay attention to any of it. Yeah, yeah. We had open campus when I was in high school. That was great. You could just leave. You just get in your car and leave. And that is what I did. As soon as I was able to drive, <laughs> that was what I did. Uh, Mikhail confirmed, yeah, John Taylor Gatto passed. That's too bad. He did some great work. Um, 
All right. Have we hit on it all? We talk about the plastic masks. We didn't get to talk much about the plastic foods, right? Uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Bill Melinda Gates Foundation. The UN pushing their plant-based diets. Guess what? Guess what that means? That's going to mean shrink-wrapped kibble. That's going to mean shrink-wrapped kibble rations for us. Beyond the sausages, right? They're going to remove, they want to remove real animal foods from the diet. Real animal foods being the most important foods for human health. The most important foods for human health are not your veggies. You can live without any veggies at all. In fact, many people have found that people who had autoimmune conditions, people who needed to lose a lot of body fat, have found that an all-animal food-based diet has been a total life-changer for them. You can live without any vegetables at all. You can live without any fruits at all. Right, but they tell you in the public schools, you've got to eat your fruits and your vegetables while they feed you a bunch of shrink-wrapped kibble. Right, and this is what, this is another factor that is greatly affecting our fertility. Right, the decrease in good quality animal foods and the increase in toxic, weaponized, pop culture kibble. Right, foods that have Disney characters on them. Beyond sausages, beyond meat, Coca-Cola products, Nestle products, Unilever products. All of these based on Monsanto, monocropped, patented GMO seed. Right, Bill Gates, one of the biggest investors in biotech. One of the biggest investors in Monsanto. I forgot, we actually did talk about this earlier. We talked about the, uh, you know, why in certain areas, right, like here, for instance, animal foods were highly esteemed for their importance for fertility. Right? And if you read a great resource, fantastic resource on animal foods, the importance of animal foods, All right. If you want to learn a little bit more about the importance of animal foods, the historical importance of quality animal foods and cultures that have thrived and had great health apart from the weaponized pop culture kibble that we're given, I would highly suggest reading. And we're going to do a little, we'll do another round of a deep dive into this book. This is a classic work of anthropology and history and nutrition. <laughs> called Nutrition and Physical Degeneration by Weston A. Price. Now, this was published in 1944. This book is from 1944. He was traveling around the world, looking at cultures, trying to figure out why in the West we had such terrible dental health, such terrible physical health, and chronic disease, and why these chronic diseases were not prevalent among a lot of these other cultures before they came in contact with what he calls what he came to call in this book, the displacing foods of commerce, right? The global McMono kibble. The global McMono culture, monocropped kibble. The processed refined grains, the marmalades, the jams, the sugary cereals, the junk food. Yeah, these cultures all focused heavily on animal foods, right? Meats, fish, eggs, no matter what culture he visited, he found that animal foods were the most highly esteemed among them. Right? When he went to, he actually was looking for vegetarian and vegan cultures. He said, there's got to be a culture that's healthy, that's eating a primarily plant-based diet. Now, that wasn't a term back then. Plant-based diet is a new marketing term come up with by PR firms. It's a Madison Avenue term. It's a, uh, it is a propaganda term 
that's used to whitewash and greenwash rather, we'll call it greenwash, used to greenwash processed biotech, big tech, big pharma, big ag kibble products that billionaire philanthropists like Bill Gates, Richard Branson, and the Rockefeller Foundation have brought about. Now, the Rockefeller Foundation was instrumental in bringing about the agricultural revolution called the Green Revolution, right? which was based on industrial production of plants, pesticide production, right? petroleum-based pesticides, toxic chemicals sprayed on all your food so they can be produced at scale using heavy machinery that requires huge loans from international banks so that the bankers have their fingers all up in the food supply and have destroyed the rural populations of the West and brought about this big kibble McMonoculture diet that we are eating, the Globo Homo kibble diet. Yeah, so Weston Price thought he was going to find plant-based diets. Of course, he didn't use that term. He thought he was going to find vegetarian and non-meat-eating cultures. He didn't. He found that all of these healthy cultures... First of all, these healthy cultures prized animal foods. He went to islands. He went to um, uh, islands in the, I think it was the Philippines. He went to, he went to, uh, let me find, look through the, uh, the table of contents here just so I can make sure. It's been about a year or two since I've even opened this book. Look through it. Okay, so he uh, visited some isolated and modernized Gaelics. That was the Hebrides Islands, right, where they were basically blocked off on an island. And their diet was consisting of mostly, um, mostly crab, fish, cod, and then they would grow some oats. And they would fertilize those oats in a very speci uh, special way. And then the British came in, destroyed their culture, told them that you can't use... You can't be burning this uh, peat moss in your house anymore to create the fertilizer for your oats. And these people get sick and immediately start to manifest the chronic diseases of modernity. Right? So he visited the Melanesians and the Polynesians thinking that because they have such access to fruits that they're not going to be eating a primarily animal-based diet. Well, guess what? They prized animal foods. In fact, when they were having, they had wars. In, they had wars that would happen between some of the inland people that lived in the mountains and then some of the people that lived on the coast. The people on the coast and the inland people that lived in the mountains would still trade with the coastal people. Right? The, the mountain people would still trade with the coastal people that they were always battling with and having wars with to get seafoods, to get the animal foods that they needed. Right? So animal foods, animal foods are crucial. They're fat-soluble vitamins in these animal foods that we need for the development of the central nervous system that we need for fertility. And there's no replacement for good quality animal foods. This is why now they're pushing the plant-based kibble diets. This is why celebrities are telling you, you have to go vegan. This is why they get Kim Kardashian out there telling you go vegan. Bill Gates telling you eat the plant-based meat. It's good for mommy earth. Right? Yeah, it's good for mommy earth to get rid of all the rural people who actually know how to sustain themselves off of their own land, who know how to pass on generational knowledge to their children on how to sustain themselves on their own land. Those are the people they want to get rid of, right? It's about creating a system where people are reliant on government handouts, are reliant on the bankers, are reliant on loans and on big ag, on big tech and big pharma. 
Unfortunately, this has resulted in the degradation of our health. The degradation of our dental health is one of the first signs, but also diseases like cancer, diseases like diabetes, have all been the results of this, that the modernization, the modernity diet, which is based on highly refined kibble. So, very important. Animal foods are crucial. They're irreplaceable. This is another thing that we can do. Right? Actually, right, after removing the plastics, after removing the, uh, the, the toxic cosmetics, getting rid of the toxic beauty products, uh, good water filtration, quality water, focusing on good quality foods produced locally. Right? And some of us may be producing some of our own food. Now, it's not for everybody. Not everyone can do it. But it's not. You're not going to give yourself optimal health. You're not going to give yourself... You're not going to save the planet by stopping eating animal foods. No, you're going to make yourself reliant. You're going to make yourself decrepit. And these diets that they promote actually result in lower birth weights in babies. Improperly developed central nervous systems, another thing that Weston Price discovered, was that people would get, they would have developmental issues when they're deprived of certain nutrients, right? Now, pigs, pigs that are deprived of vitamin A, which is a fat-soluble vitamin that's only available in animal foods, right? It's very, there's a lot of it in liver, right? Vitamin A, crucial for the development of the central nervous system. Pigs who don't have enough vitamin A will be born without developed eyes. Their ocular nerve, their whole eye will not be developed. And there's shocking pictures in this book. I don't want to flip through it and try to find them right now. But there's shocking pictures of these pigs born without eyeballs because they're simply deprived of a single nutrient, right? Vitamin A. Now, Bill Gates is going to say, oh, we have the vitamin A. We have the vitamin A fortified rice. They, they, they give you this toxic, isolated, vitamin-fortified grains instead of real animal foods, and they act like this is going to replace them. This results in more nutrient deficiencies and decreased fertility rates. It's not surprising. The fertility rates plummeting in the West are no surprise. And so focusing on having healthy families, raising our children and teaching them about nutrition, Teaching them what real food is. Real food doesn't come in plastic shrink wrap with cartoon characters on it. Real food doesn't come with Disney characters on the box. The best foods don't come with labels at all. They come directly from the producers. Or they're produced in your own neighborhood by your neighbors and your friends and family. Right? And this is... Obviously, not a lot of people are going to be able to do this right away. But I think a lot of us should be moving towards that should be thinking about moving towards producing some of our own food, whether it be keeping rabbits in your yard, right? Some backyard hens, some ducks, or even ruminants if you have the space, right? Sheep, goats, cattle, raw milk, raw dairy. These are real foods. So the Globo Homo McMono kibble McMonoculture kibble rations are what these people want us eating. They're wrapped in phthalate 
soaked plastic, right? BPA plastic all over the place. It's like so moving a little bit, moving a little bit more towards local food production, food that's less processed. It's going to do us all well. Raising some of your own food. Somebody mentioned Tommy Baloney. Mentioned uh, guinea pigs. Yes, guinea pigs are great. Guinea pigs are fantastic. Tony Baloney also says, "Wow, if pigs are blind, how the hell are they going to be able to give people speeding tickets?" I know, right? <laughs> Thank you, Tony, uh, over there at Rockfin. You guys, make sure to make sure to follow us on Rockfin as well. We're going to be diving deeper into all these subjects. We're going to be diving a little bit deeper into, and we still haven't even dove very deeply into the, uh, the records of the Rockefeller Foundation and what they've been funding since back in 1968. We just had a little teaser on that. We'll dive deeper into the work of Weston A. Price, Nutrition and Physical Degeneration. We'll tie that into a lot of stuff here. There's a link in the chat right here. Open up a tab on Rockfin. Make sure to follow the channel on Rockfin. But it's getting late, guys. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, big shout out to everybody who supported the stream. Aaron the Big Black Dude. Big shout out to Aaron the Big Black Dude. He was shamed out of the stream, though, by the Art of Truth and Love. Thank you very much, the Art of Truth and Love. We greatly appreciate your support. Harry Serpanos, Dell1000, greatly appreciate your support. DB, thank you so much. And uh, who else? Just for Kicks, thank you for complimenting my big lesbian beard. I know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a handsome, I'm a damn handsome lesbian, aren't I? So uh, thank you guys for supporting. And then everybody over there in the Rockfin chat, thank you very much for the tips, guys. Thanks for the support. So you guys, uh, share the videos, share the streams. Follow me over there on Rockfin. Subscribe on Rockfin if you so desire, if you want to get some of these, uh, some exclusive content. We're going to have exclusives on Rockfin to come. We've got some nice surprises coming up. And um, we'll even do some, uh, yeah, we've we got some surprises to come. We'll say that. We'll just leave it there. So thank you guys for watching. Get off the plastics. Get the women in your life to stop wearing the dang makeup. Ladies, take off the makeup. You look better without it. All right, go, go, uh, go out there, guys. Go out there and, uh, and, and shame some women for wearing makeup. No, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't, don't be a douche. Don't be a douchebag. But sometimes it does take that. Sometimes that is helpful. If done the right way. Don't be a spurg about it. All right, so show some love to the women in your life. Tell them to take the damn makeup off. They look better without it. They look way better without it. You know it. They don't know it yet. They've been programmed and broken down by the toxic weaponized pop culture. And make sure to invest in a little AIDS pee pee and the poo shoes. <laughs> Drops on, on 420. All right, I'm out of here, guys. Good night.